Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm your host, Coach Evans, and today on the Ravens Roundtable, the Monday, February 6th edition, 2023, we got a lot of things to cover. We got a lot of things to cover, so I appreciate everybody for coming through. Uh, if you notice the new thing in the chat, it's uh, subscribers only, and that's to keep the, the bots out because, um, you know, I don't want to – I need my life to be straight. I don't need no questions about why certain bots in the chat box all the time, like somebody's clicking buttons, because I'm not. But that's why we're uh, subscribers only. So, And most of y'all subscribers anyway, so it shouldn't hurt. All they can do is just grow the channel and whatnot. But before we bring everybody in, I got some housekeeping I have to take care of that I didn't do uh, last week. The winner of the blanket, which sits over my shoulder. Matter of fact, let me just grab it. The throw for this month. I gave away Will G won the first one. We got a winner for this second one, and it is none other than Kevin Spencer. Those are my top three guys. Kevin Spencer, hit me up in the DMs on Twitter or IG so I can get you your throw out. And uh, Will G says it's a great throw. Uh, kept him warm throughout the winter. And uh, hopefully it'll do the same for you and yours. So I appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate you for the donations. Appreciate you for the super chats. Appreciate, appreciate you for being in the chat when we have live streams. That's how you, you get your channel points up, uh, by talking in the chat, by donating, and by super chats. That's how you get your points up, and we'll go from there. And I'm going to hit the reset button while we're on this stream. So we will start over probably in the next five to ten minutes. Without further ado, let me introduce my guest for the day. Get this out of here. Start bringing the guests in. First up, what up, Mike? What's up, good people? How y'all? Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. Yes, sir. Next up, Hendo. What's good with you? Tell him what's going on. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. You know what? I just thought about something. What, Brandon? We, just keep choosing violence every day. I didn't see that, but because <laughs> I, I my my comments are closed right now. Uh, the thing yesterday, we might have to throw that in there too. How we feel about that? Because I know. Man, you definitely got opposite opinions about oh, how the the thing yesterday, the thirty for thirty. Because I saw you, oh, talking, I saw you uh, talking to um, Garnett uh, earlier, so I think we got different opinions. We might throw that in there, depending on how long we go. Okay. Next up, Chris, what's going on, fella? Glad to be back. Uh, healthy. Everybody else is healthy, so that's <laughs> what's to be back. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Last but not least, Jose and B. What's good, fellas? What's going, what's going on? on, everybody? Thanks Man, for having us. Right back. And so this will be the first time that we actually have some new content that's not strictly Ravens related. And I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see what it said about it, especially from a certain individual. But we're going to crack this thing up with the seems like the longest OC coaching search <laughs> <laughs> in America. So we're going to do it like that. And let me get to the front. Yeah, right there. All right. Ravens in, uh, interviewed a pool of candidates who have all been interviewed at least once, including the tight ends coach, George Gossett, uh, quarterbacks coach, James Urban. Uh, external <laughs> candidates have been Buffalo Bills wide receiver coach, Chad Hall, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense coordinator, Byron Leverage, University of Akron head coach, Joe Moorhead, former Dallas Cowboys coach, quarterbacks coach, Doug Nussmeyer, uh, Cleveland Browns wide receivers coach and pass game coordinator, Chad O'Shea, and Los Angeles Rams pass coordinator, Zach Robson. So I'm gonna start off with you, Mike. What do you what do you think about these guys? I mean, you know, I like I like Leftwich. Uh, you know, a couple of names I didn't even know they interviewed, like 
Moorhead. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, neither did I know Nussmeyer. So, um, but with those names, man, you know, I, me personally, either Zach Robinson or or Leftwich out of that. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I'm all for some of these new offensive minds getting a shot, you know. But I don't think we can. We'll, I don't think we could take that chance. Right now, we we need it. We need a slam dunk hire, mm-hmm. and we know for sure that Leftwich and Zach Robinson are probably the closest to slam dunks of that that list of candidates that you named right there. But my man Chris just joking need to get his interview. I see <laughs> he's the next ring of his OC under his day. So I mean, if he gets his crack at the interview, then I'm going with Chris just joking. Hey man, after watching Bullies of Baltimore, my, my resume is just as good as those dudes. <laughs> hey, I think my resume might be good as uh Dilfer's <laughs> quarterback position. I, I can at least get somebody wide open, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. what do you think about that list? Do I need to bring it back up or are you good? Oh no, we good. Um Mike's pretty much said it all. Uh as far as Byron left, which is concerned, I, I don't think they interviewed him. I just think he had a conversation with John Harbaugh. So I don't think it was a, actually a formal interview, but I would take him mm-hmm. over the rest of the candidates. Zach Robinson, I'll take him. Just the rest of those guys, especially O'Shea and Cleveland. Nah, you can keep him. Uh, <laughs> Dallas quarterbacks coach. We see what Dak, Dak Prescott does on a weekly basis. Like, what did he have? Like eight turnovers, hey, eight straight games. He's close to the top of the league in the last three years of turnovers. If he, I'm not mistaken, he is. So you know, no to him. We need somebody that that can work with Lamar if he's going to be here and help him progress as a passer because the leadership that we have and had, they are not teachers. They're just there in name only. So we need somebody that's going to work with Lamar and, and bring the best out of him. Gotcha, gotcha. Chris, um, I'm I'm waiting for next week. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for next week. I want to see if they actually. Uh, put in a request for, to to interview Brian Johnson, uh, Eagles quarterback coach. Um, we all know that they've been linked and speculated about Eric Bieniemy, and for me personally, those would be my two top dudes out there. But you know they're in the Super Bowl, so they can't really interview him right now. So they got to wait till next week. So I'm hoping one of those two will be the guy. Um, other than that, I mean I could. There's not really too inspiring uh, after those <laughs> those two dudes. <laughs> Boy, that was cold blooded right there, <laughs> Jose. Yeah, I'm a Chris man. Uh, Eric Bieniemy and uh, Brian Johnson. I mean, also Byron Leftwich. He's probably my number one choice. Um, but like Hendo said, it doesn't look like they're too interested in him. Or it could be the other way around, right? They've interviewed a lot of coaches, and what might be happening is is the same thing that happened to. To Maul Humphrey when he was down the Pro Bowl trying to recruit players, and they're like, <laughs> "Are you, are you signing? Are you signing Lamar or what?" Right? Because oh, like, like, I mean, listen, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, my next move has to be the right move. I can't sign. I can't go to a team that doesn't have Lamar Jackson. Not can't this fourth to miss. Right. Right. Even so if it's the, not with us. You know, I mean, Bieniemy left. Which I mean, I mean, any hot offensive coordinator candidate. um, you know, their next step is to try to be a head coach. So they're going to, that question is going to be the, probably the first question that comes up. So mm-hmm. how's Lamar doing? You know, where are we at with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, is, is he going to be there for at least next year? Or, you know, you planning on moving on? Like what's going on? And that could be, that could be a, a major holdup in, in finding, uh, you know, their preferred OC. Gotcha. B? 
Yeah, I, I agree with Jose. It's just, I think it's the same thing that's uh, rumored to be going on in Arizona where every coach that they want is like, I don't want Kyler Murray. Mm. Right? You know, kind of, well, I guess I'd the opposite of what's going on there. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's just difficult to, to get a commitment from a good offensive coordinator when he doesn't know if he's going to be working with Lamar Jackson or Tyler Huntley or worse. Right. Uh, so, pick yeah, your, they're going Pick around. your Pro Bowl QB. Yeah. Four, <laughs> four, four touchdowns, four touchdowns in that uh, in that Pro Bowl, but uh, more, more than more than his career, I believe. Uh, wow! But, <laughs> but I think, I, think uh, I do also agree with Chris. I think they are kind of waiting to to talk to Bienemy and Brian Johnson after the Super Bowl, and I'm going to say that Bienemy makes the leap. Mm-hmm. He goes to Baltimore. Brian Johnson ends up in Carolina, and everybody's happy. Wow. <laughs> You're, yeah, you so, get what you want. To, to, y'all get what you want, too. To, to piggyback off that, what I, what I read somewhere is that um, the OC for the Eagles may get the Arizona job, and then Brian Johnson may bump up and be the OC for the, for the Eagles. That's what I'm hearing. And then potentially maybe we get the enemy. But this first list is from um, the Athletic. That's, that's where this came from, the Athletic. The second one actually came from NFL.com. And this one actually has BNM on here. It says we've requested an interview from him. Uh, Canales has a second interview schedule. Munkin has a second interview schedule. Munkin is, Munkin is the guy on the thumbnail, for those that don't know. Uh, O'Shea, we just talked about. Otten, we mentioned last week, and he was on here. <laughs> I think Zach Robs. So um, amongst these guys, what, what about Munkin? Because we didn't mention Munkin. What about Munkin, uh, Canales, and, and Otten? And we'll start with you, B. Uh, you know, I don't really want any parts of Otten. Um, don't really want any parts of Todd Monken. You know, he 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 already had a stint in the NFL that didn't go great. Uh, I know that, that a lot of Raven fans like him because he uses the the multiple tight ends and everything. And I'm like, maybe maybe stop doing that. Maybe right. get away from that and 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 do something better. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too high on Monken coming in. Uh, out of that list. I think it, it would be Bienemy. I think Canales actually, you know, I think he's done a, a very good job in Seattle, right? But like uh, Mike said earlier, you know, when you're in the situation that Baltimore's in, you want somebody that you know can do the job, you know, not kind of somebody who who's just coming in for the first time and, you know, may, maybe it goes well, maybe it doesn't. So I, I would really be leaning towards somebody that has prior OC experience around Baltimore. So I'd be leaning heavily towards the enemy. Jose? Um, I'm the same. I'm going to pair it with B said, man. Like, I don't I don't want to take any chances, any risk on on uh, somebody coming from college. Yeah, he has a little bit of NFL experience. Wasn't, you know, anything great. And just, you know, the style of offense that they want to run, man, like they need to move away from that, right? This this whole three tight end set thing, man, like I'm not for it. We don't, we don't have three tight ends, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now, I, I want you, for, for people out there that's listening, because I think I heard you mention this earlier. You said you wanted to move away from it, but I think on your guys' show you talked about not necessarily moving away from the run game, but moving toward, you know, moving away from the three tight ends. Did, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I not hear you say that this week? On our show? Yeah. Yeah. So no, no. Don't don't we're not saying abandon the run, right? Abandon Lamar running, right? Yeah. Put put <laughs> put together a, a more balanced offense. Um, I'm all for the running. I mean, JK Dobbins showed you he can be that guy, man. Lean on him. If you're gonna bring back Gus, you know, Gus two, whoever's gonna be that second running back, 
and you know have a more uh, balanced attack with that and and more passing concepts. I don't want somebody that's going to just kind of keep the same thing going and kind of just rely on Lamar's legs. And I'm sorry, man. Like I just like I I don't want somebody that's not really doesn't really have that 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 proven record mm-hmm. um, coaching Lamar. I mean, I'm not saying Monkey can't be that guy, but I don't want to take the risk. Gotcha. Great. And no to the rest of those guys. No. Great. Yeah, I'm I'm with with um with what they said too. Is uh I want somebody that got experience calling plays, uh, you know, being able to sequence everything and having that that background. Um, you know, the only dudes on that list who have that is the enemy, Munkin, O'Shea, and if you want to count on for those two games, two that, games he, right. that he could that he um called. But you know, it, it's it's clear for me on this list. It, it's E B. Mm-hmm. You know, all day, every day it's E B and and now I, I, I was saying this with, with Mike and Kerry the other day that um E B being a former running back, I wonder how much he wants to input his own, you know, fingerprints on his own offense. Because we all know Andy Reid is not a run first uh a play caller. Right. We all know that. And E B being a former running back, he might want to lean more towards the run. And mm-hmm. and Andy Reid is like, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know, right. we're gonna do this cute ring around the rosy play. Right. So uh I would love to see what E B has for his own like the vision he has for his own offense mm-hmm. and what type of scheme he would like to run. Gotcha. Um, hit Marco real quick. Appreciate you, Marco, for the five. He says Harp coaching tree is so strong. They got zero interviews. They're so qualified. Teams afraid to interview and respect. Now, in their defense, they did interview two of them. They interviewed what Urban and and another guy. And I've also heard that T has been rumored to maybe be going to Michigan. Maybe. Oh, sorry. so we and B actually had a conversation about this <laughs> last night. <laughs> Harbaugh's coaching tree. <laughs> what do we, what what do we uh what do we settle on was it two or what yeah you know uh, uh you can give them either you know, it depends on how you kind of define the coaching tree right but mm-hmm. you can give them either Rex Ryan or Wink Martindale and then it was uh what about the guy that went to the Texans what about the guy that went to the Texans oh Cully yeah, but that, 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 that's the thing we were saying. Like, is it is it just anybody who's coached under you, or or are you going from a coordinator position to a head coach position, right? Because if you're counting position coaches, there's a couple more guys who you can you can throw on the list. But the you know, long story short, the list is god awful. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a coaching branch. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got a coaching it's plant. A, yeah, it's a sapling. <laughs> coaching <a> leaf. <laughs> you know. Uh. I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's obvious. It has to be Eric Bien. I mean, now I give Canales credit for the turnaround that he did. Well, I can't say turnaround because Geno Smith obviously was that guy. He just brought him to the forefront and made him a pro bowler. But Munkin, listen, Georgia has the best players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They by have the far. best players by far. They bought out everybody they could. He's averaged 40 points a game, like B said. He failed in his last attempt. Um, I, I, I'm with Jose. I need somebody that's proven. Um, I'm tired of this. Let's experiment. We experimented with the wide receivers last year. We experimented with the tight ends the year before trying to resurrect 2019. It's time for us to actually go out and get somebody to do for Lamar instead of saying, let's play the waiting game. Let's see the what if. Um, yeah, it's, it's Eric being me all the way. I can't. I'm, I'm tired. But we all know it's going to be Otten because of those two hot <laughs> games that he had. We know that's going to be the choice. 
Crazy. Bobby Ingram. Crazy. No, I what? forgot about Bobby Ingram. No. Somebody mentioned him earlier. First of all, that guy got moved from wide receivers coach to tight ends coach. That should say enough about him. <laughs> Mike? Yeah, I mean, it got to be Eric B. Enemy there. Uh, but I'm I'm not so low on Monken, right? So hear me out, right? You can make Stetson Bennett a two-time champion uh, quarterback. You got to know what you're doing. I will, I will say that Stetson Bennett is a cheat code because he is the same age as Lamar. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. But that's a grown man out there playing with that is a grown man. Girls. That is a grown man. That is a grown man. But he doesn't go out party and he has to pay bills. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, his second marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but you you looking at a five eight quarterback? You know, uh, walk on. You know, uh, and and Monkin's offense. I I think the two. I, I think he put two tight ends on. On, on the field because I mean he he had monsters at the position mm-hmm. right right he do um and we supposedly have two monsters I guess of our own with with uh, Andrews and, and likely hopefully he grows into what we think he can be so mm-hmm. I'm not totally against it I just don't um but if if I had to pick one it, it's 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 got to be be enemy I'd I'd probably take I'd probably take a deeper look. At Monken over Canales and all the other ones, just because you know I've seen what he could do um, on on the biggest scale. Even though it was on it was on the college level, but he he's he's shown and proved on on a on a high and a big scale. So, um, but don't get it twisted. It, it's got to be me and me if you're going to pick from that list. Hey Mike, did he do it on the biggest stage in the NFL? Well, I mean, so we've had we've seen that before though. We seen we seen I'm coaches saying. fail. I mean, probably the greatest college football coach, or one of the greatest. He can do well. He ain't no, no, no. no. I mean, Nicky Saban. The, the, you know, he, he didn't do he great in the NFL. Well, that was you listen. I mean? Listen, Nick Saban was a little different because he thought he could go there and control grown men. Right. It had nothing to do yeah. with coaching. It had nothing to do with coaching. It's just that he couldn't deal with grown men with their own money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but I think I mean, look at Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll didn't. He he didn't. He didn't thrive at first. Sometimes it takes you to go down the level to, yeah, you know, twice. realize what you got to do. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, I, I don't want, I, he wouldn't be my first choice by any stretch, but he'd probably be a close second um, on that list that we just saw. Gotcha. And on this list, um, me personally, I've, you know, I asked the question, why would be enemy? leave to come here and I, that question was actually in the article i saw where the first picture i put up this one that question was actually in this article on the athletic and um they basically said the same thing you guys were saying he needs to get up under get from up under andy reed's shadow and and do his own thing so people can see that he or see how good he is see if he's as good as people think he is or if he's not but he needs to get from under andy reed and prove mm-hmm. that so i'm kind of moving toward you guys with with be enemy as being the guy I hope we get. But there's also a sleeper on this list that I personally like that nobody else probably will like, and it's Joe Moorhead. I've seen wow. him up close in person and what he can do with offense. Now, he has absolutely zero talent at Akron. So I, I'm assuming he can't recruit worth a lick. But as far as what he did in the offense with mobile QBs at, at Mississippi State, I was impressed. But and that's only because I've seen him up close and personal. But, you know, there's no other, you know, nothing else that showed me that. I just – I know what he can do 
with college guys. And I, you know, don't know if that translates to NFL. And it wasn't just straight zone reads and 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 simple concepts. It was some some high level stuff that they were doing there because the quarterback was was terrible. He was just a, a tall runner, but he made the most of it, most out of it, and they were ranked uh, pretty much all that year. And I just think maybe he could do it if we don't get the main guy, the enemy. But that's just that's just me. I don't think nobody else would would kind of feel that way. Well, at least they kicked, they kicked the tires on them and gave them an interview. I mean, yeah. I mean they're, they're doing their due diligence, at least, you know? Because mm, I think um, I read something that said they interviewed about 30 people before they made a hire last time, and mm. they ended up with uh, Kubiak. Yeah. But I, I, I'm like you. I think they're waiting for after the Super Bowl to get a shot at being enemy and um and, may, and maybe Johnson also. Mm-hmm. He's super chess. Uh, Rave Kingdom, he says um, – Offseason move, sign Lamar, empty wide receiver room, sign Odell and Lazar, and draft wide receivers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can get Odell and and Lazar on cheap deals since. (laughs) 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 I I personally would love to see Odell here, but but I'm an Odell fan. Yeah, me too. Everybody else is not, but I personally would love to see him here, and um, you know I'm cool with that. Odell plus a draft pick. (sighs) And we'll we'll go from there. Got one more super chat. Appreciate the dub, um, Adnan. KC traded the best wide receiver, and KC offense still was strong this year. EB deserves the credit for that. As much as they want any other current head head coach from Reed Tree, who also didn't call plays. You, you're 100 percent right. He deserves just as much credit as a lot of those guys that got jobs. Mm-hmm. That they got jobs. We're not calling plays, right? Yeah. Real fast. Real fast. So. It is what it is. Let's move on to our second topic. We're going to talk about some of the guys that did get jobs, which Chris just mentioned. This guy right here, the Broncos paid a lot for this, this young fella right here. <laughs> Mike, we'll start you out. What you, what you think about Sean Payton going to uh, Denver and the price they paid for him? So, I mean, if you remember last week, man, you know, I kind of ended the show saying, like, this, I think this might happen. Um, and it actually happened probably the next day or so. Uh, not surprised. I mean, look, they they Broncos owners they they the they the Walmart folks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they that that bread long, man. So <laughs> you know, I figured <clears throat> they was going to make a splash, and 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 I think they had to. Um, I think it's a solid solid hire, man. I mean, Sean Payton is a proven winner. Uh, offensively, they should look a lot better than they did this year. Right. Uh, but he already he already you know. Starting some stuff as you, if you saw his interview, uh, somebody asked him about Russell Wilson and his personal coach, and he was like, Yeah, I don't know much about that, but that's not happening here. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I guess Russ has no choice but to respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's a good hire, man. I don't, I don't think they, they went wrong here. I think it's a safe hire for sure. Um, if you needed to, you know, prove to your fan base. Uh, that look, we trying to we trying to right the ship here. I think that's that's the hire you had to make. Hendo, oh, I love it. Listen, um, you have to get a, a coach that commands respect. Mm-hmm. And I think with him being a Super Bowl winning coach, and like I said before, me being a New Orleans Saints fan before, and him actually bringing a Super Bowl, like you can't deny what he's done with Drew Brees, Taysom Hill. Like he's brought out the best. And I just, for me personally. I think what he's going to do, like Mike said, by him not being able to bring his personal people around, he's going to bring Russell Wilson closer to the team because he has no choice. Now it's not talk to my representative, talk to this person. You're here. 
right. your people are on the outside. So I just think that he's going to make him a better player. Um, listen, the price might have been steep, but unlike us, you have to pay for what you want. Mm-hmm. Just like when you're drafting, people say, oh, they drafted him too high. If that's the player that's best for you and that's the guy that you really want to go get him, I don't care where you drafted him at. I don't care what you gave up because as we've seen with other teams, a lot of Rams, you can push draft picks down the line and get yep. the people that you want this year. So what they gave up for Russ, what they gave up for uh, Sean Payton, it really don't matter. As long as, as they make him better and I'm able to trade Russell Wilson, we good. <laughs> you want to trade him already? That Ben wanted to trade. I don't trade last year. Hey, they better pray that this works because every button they push as far as quarterbacks, as far as head coaches, it has been a complete failure. You know, they, they've gone the the um draft route, they've mm-hmm. gone the free agent route, and ever since Peyton, everything's just blown up in their face. So they better pray that this works because a first round pick for a head coach. And then you paying him twenty something million dollars. Hey, I hope him and him and uh, Russ can get along because they, they don't have to. <laughs> not they, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. <laughs> the thing is, if, if they trade him, ain't that a huge um, cap hit? That's what I'm, they better hope that it works mm-hmm. because if those oh, two yeah. can't, if those two can't, you know, get that synergy together and and get it, you know, on the same page off the field, it's not going to translate on the field. All right. So um, they they better hope it works. Um, I, I'm kind of I kind of want to see it blow up in their face. To be honest, <laughs> Jose. Yeah, I think it is gonna blow up, man. Look, uh, first of all, I hate the move. Let's put that out there. I I, I think that that was a terrible move. Um, but man, Sean Payton, man, he's on this this power trip all of a sudden, man. He did the same thing when they were talking about Lamar. Like, oh well, you know, I would. You know, I, I wouldn't let him come to the game if, if he didn't show up, you know, if he didn't want to play hurt or something like that. Right. And now he's talking about Russell Wilson's, uh, you know, his, his personal coach. Like, oh, well, he ain't going he ain't gonna to be out there. You know, we're not having that. Why are you saying that out loud? Mm-hmm. Right. Like those are the type of things that you you're you're asking for him to challenge you. Right. Right. So when Russell Wilson comes out there with his his coach and be like, yo, he, he's staying. What you right. going to do? Right. It, right. It's, exactly. It, exactly. You don't do that, right? You go have a conversation with him. I hope they, I hope they had some conversations beforehand before mm-hmm. they even hired them to make sure that they're on the same page. But you know, like what Hendo said, like hopefully, uh, you know, uh, Sean Payton can come in there and and bring you know Russ closer to the team and all that stuff. You, you know who could have done all that? You know who else is good with, with quarterbacks? Jim Caldwell. Okay, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to give up a first round pick for Jim Caldwell. You could have just hired him, right? So I hate everything about this move, and I, I hate Sean Payton. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not a not a Sean Payton fan uh, for for a number of reasons, um, you know. And and he was in New Orleans for 15 years. They were they were you know competitive most of the time. Uh, I don't know that that automatically translates to to him being a franchise savior that you give up the first round pick and all the money for. And like as they said, you know, what are you going to do if Russell Wilson says no, my coach is staying? You're not going to do anything. Right, because you, you, how are you going to tell Russell Wilson they're not they're not going to trade Russell Wilson? Like you said, it's a huge cap hit. They're, you're not going to bench Russell Wilson. You can't. You know, you know he's he's a a veteran quarterback. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and you're out here in the media telling him indirectly, you know, what's what. Right. What if he just says, you know, not up in here? <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? 
you know, exactly. you're, you're, you're gonna you're gonna lose the the quarterback, and it's going to be is gonna be a civil war in the locker room from jump, and you're never gonna get it get it right. And they'll get rid of you before they'll get rid of Russ. Right, because he's I'm, not a cap hit. I'm, I'm with all y'all on that one, but I'm looking for a comment from Tanja. Uh, let me see. Let me What's see. up, Tanja? She said something I wanted to address it. Um, Uh-oh. No, it wasn't bad. It was I can't find it, but she asked. Oh, here it is. Um, what do y'all think about Humphrey asking players to come play with the Ravens? And they said, Are y'all paying Lamar? Ravens organi- organization didn't think about that, did they? That's everybody's question. That's everybody's question. They don't think about much of anything. <laughs> I just think Marlon was out there flirting with the other players. Right? Yeah. They might have been trying to get him. That's <laughs> like the Ravens are acting like those dorks that like for, uh, first time getting a hot girlfriend. Like they don't know how to act, right? Like they, you know, what I'm saying they they, they they they've never they've never experienced that before, and like they just don't know what to do. Like everything that they're they're doing right now is how a bad team would handle the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Because their system that they had, you know, in terms of like you know, bringing in players and and fitting their, you know, their philosophy and all that stuff. It it worked up to a certain point, but and that's because they were never in a position to get a quarterback like Lamar, right? They were never in a position to get a superstar quarterback. So so that never factored into to how they, you know, ran this team. Mm-hmm. But they ended up getting one and it threw everything for a loop and they just don't know what to do. They don't know how to adjust. It's, it's crazy that that they even go there with it. But let, let's move on to the next guy. I, hold up, coach. Just, just one more oh, thing about, about Russ. Go no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just one last thing. Let's ride, and they'll be. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Since you said that, I did have a comment about Russ. I do think last year was a fluke. I personally think last year was a fluke. That's okay. That's that he he really he literally fell off the cliff, literally and quick, literally real quick, like straight straight down. No, no angle descent, straight off a cliff in Hawaii into the water. So I yeah. don't. Maybe it's I, the altitude. It could be. Could <laughs> be. Know. All those things, you know, come to mind. Because I, I know, well, I've seen that Dion is training his guys differently because of the altitude up there. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can use that as he's trying to use that as a a plus for them when they have home games. To, to run people out and get them tired and, and stuff like that. So they, they use an altitude as some kind of training. However they doing the training up there. I, I didn't see the whole video. I just was kind of reading over it. Um, next guy. This is the guy I was rooting for to, to get a head job. I think deserved one. Did a great job with um, San Francisco's defense. Also had good players, though, too. So don't 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 be dis, discredited by that. But D'Amico Ryan is the new Texans coach. Uh, what do you think about that, B? Uh, I think that is a fantastic hire for Houston and, and a much better hire than they deserve considering how they treated their last, their last couple coaches. Uh, but like you said, he, he did a great job in San Francisco. You know, he, he played in Houston and, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to work as long as the front office and ownership allow it the time to work because it's not going to be a one year turnaround, you know, most likely. Uh, you got to give them a, a few years to get everything, you know, get the foundation built and 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 get everything going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But if they give him the time, I think he's going to be very, very successful. If I'm not mistaken, I know the deals don't really matter, but he got a six year deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if he do get fired, he living a life. 
<laughs> living in life. Uh, Jose, what you think about? It? No, I, I agree. Um, I, I think uh, Levy was building something on that defensive side, and the Michael Ryan's is going to pick up where he left off. Um, I, I, I think you know we got you got Stingley there. They drafted you know Petrie. We we talked about those guys. Um, they're going to add to that this year. I, I think defensively they're going to be two first. I think. Yeah, yeah. Defensively, they, I think they're, they're, you're going to see them really shoot up. Um, and our offensive side depends what they do at quarterback, but I, I think they're in, in a great position to compete uh, this coming season. Suge, if, if you're out there, speaking of Texans, I know you kind of follow my little Twitch channel while I be playing Madden at, and Texans got busy tonight. So just, just <laughs> you know, check it out. Sure. I know, I know you'll, you'll be around sooner or later, but if you follow my Twitch channel, Texans got busy before the, before the stream tonight. <laughs> Chris, what you think about this uh, this hire? I love it. Um, I love it. It, it seems like he's, he's probably going to bring um, an offensive mind with him. Uh, maybe, well, that looks like that's his plan to bring maybe uh, slow. one of those offenses. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a really good look. If, if he can do that, you know, maybe they, they get um, – uh, the hell's his name? Bryce Young. Maybe they get Bryce Young too. And, you know, now you're really cooking because they already have a strong offensive line, really good young running back. Now they just need the quarterback and they need the the wide receivers to go with it. So um, they, they're going to be an interesting team. I I, I kind of see them almost in a similar way uh, that I saw the, the Lions when they first hired um, Dan, Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I I see the the kind of vision that that those two dudes want with their teams, and um, I'm excited to see them build and, and how they'll look uh, in the coming seasons. Christian Harris didn't play a lot for them, but I was high on him coming out of Alabama. I'm excited to see what D'Amico can do with him because he he can run, but can he put the other intangibles into him to make him uh, play like the, the linebackers he had in San Francisco? Endo? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it, of course. Um, I love the fact that he got six year, a six-year deal because mm-hmm. that gives him a little bit more leeway, or I guess that the organization sees that it may take a little bit longer for him to get things up and running. Now, I know you said he had talent in San Francisco. He only became the defensive coordinator in 2021. Mm-hmm. That same team has had defensive li- number one defensive lineman picks for years mm-hmm. and have not been as dominant. True. So True. I think that him going down to Houston, going back home, especially with that group, they may not be talented, but they play hard. Right. And they played hard for the black head coaches. So I think he's going to turn that around. And like Chris said, if he brings that offensive mind with him and they draft that right quarterback and depending on also what they do with Brandon Cooks. Um, if he, they keep him, I don't know. It, it'll be kind of hard with his cap hit, mm-hmm. but if they can get one of those young quarterbacks in there and they can build some, I think I think he's going to actually turn them around very fast. Gotcha, Mike. Yeah, man, I, I think it was a good hire, man. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing, as you guys pointed out, the the coaching staff that he brings around him. Um, I think that is very very important. I think his OC hire has to be a slam dunk as well. Um, uh, to to come in and play, you know, and help him out with this young this young team offensively. But I think, you know, the Texans have a few pieces, man, and they showed that this year they were right in the game with Kansas City. It was a couple games, man. They were right in the mix of it, mm-hmm. but you could show you you could see they faltered down the stretch just because they were young or, um, you know, maybe not coached, you know. Uh, as, as well as they should should be, even though shout out to Lovey. Um, but um, somebody, I think Jonathan just pointed out, you got Mechie coming back mm-hmm. um, as well, and they said all things, uh, all signs look good for him to be healthy. So it's a good hire, man. Um, 
we are we all talking about the six years, and I'm glad to see that. But they they don't care. They don't care about years. Clearly, they paying a lot of coaches that they <laughs> to sit at home. Yeah. So so hopefully, man, he gets to see a majority of that time through, if not out, if not the whole six years through to uh, to to you know bring right. some stability there. I think that's what they're missing. Right. right. You sit if you sit on one of these coaches and let them let them cook a little bit, maybe you'll see the thing work out. So I'm hoping, you know, D'Amico gets that chance, and I think he will. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the last two guys got one year, right? One year, yep. Lovey Smith and um and our guy. David Cullen. 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 They, got, they, got, they got one year, so. They didn't get one-year deals. I'm not saying. They worked for one year and was, was booted. So are they paying for three coaches now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Mr. McNair is paying for three. And is McNair still there? The I'm excited if he does bring Slowick with him to see what they do with the running back because mm-hmm. I like the running back they got. Um, I forget his name from Florida. Damian Pierce. Damian Damian Pierce. Pierce. I, I like I like Pierce a lot, and I'm boy. excited to see what they can do, especially because they were running the ball with um, who's the 49ers backup number 25. Mitchell. Mitchell. They were running the ball well with him. Yeah, so I so I know if they can kind of get some of those same um concepts and stuff going with, with Pierce, is he gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Not only is he fast and, and, and shifty, he'll run over your butt too. Mm-hmm. So he, he you know <laughs> they got pieces, they got pieces. But moving on to the next topic. And um, you know, B, I'm gonna let you you take it away. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Panthers got a new coach. Uh it is Frank Wright. B is our resident Panther on the on the panel tonight. Uh, tell us, we left start with you. What you think about the hire? Uh, I think it was a good hire. You know, I, I had been hoping for one of the younger offensive minds, but you know, Frank has has that head coaching experience. Um, you know, obviously he, he ended up getting fired in, in Indianapolis, but you know, he had some good years there. Uh, you know, he, he he brought up some some coaches under him as well. You know, Nick Sirianni was his offensive coordinator in, in Indianapolis for a while, um, and I think that he's you know in the process of putting together a really good staff in Carolina right now. They hired Deuce Staley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got is it Evero, I believe is how you pronounce it. I I, I can from I Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the defensive coordinator from Denver and pre you know uh, the the he coached with the Rams before that. Uh, they're out. To, Talking to Jim Bob Cooter, uh, and, and, uh, and and I think that they're waiting on the Super Bowl as well to talk to Brian Johnson and, and maybe be enemy for that offensive coordinator position. So I, I think that you know he he's coming in with a plan. You know they're they're executing the plan really pretty pretty quickly, and it's all coming together and it's everything is looking good. So if they are able to hit on the the quarterback pick, uh, they should be. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say they'll be the favorites to win that division this year. What uh, what pick y'all got? Nine, nine. Right. So they're gonna be hoping for C.J. Stroud to get by uh, the Colts <laughs> and then you know trade up to to get him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're, they're probably looking at Anthony Richardson. I would say, uh, uh, and, and you really realistically, you're looking at AR15 or or Le- or Levitz. Okay, well, I don't, if, I don't, if you, I don't, I don't know why we got to stay realistically. I think C.J. Stroud. <laughs> Listen, I didn't. I didn't think Justin Fields was going to fall to them a couple of years ago, but then he yeah, did. And that's on him. He did. Right, so. He did. The thing is, what I think is going to happen for you guys in a positive way is people going to dr Will Levis, and somebody going to pick him higher, and then y'all going to get a chance to get 
Whichever one don't go first. Yeah, it's yeah, the Colts. The Colts mm-hmm. are gonna take Will Levis because that's a very Colts pick to make. Mm-hmm. Uh with their I mean, they you know, they haven't hired their head coach yet. They're what I saw is that they uh the odds on favorite in Indianapolis is Wink Martindale now, is what they're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, good luck I think, with that. So I, I think we can we can count on them to make a mistake. And sure. uh and Carolina will get their their quarterback in the future this year, finally. Yeah. So yeah. I, I so a little off topic. You brought Wayne Martindale. Me and B had this debate. This is how the whole coaching tree started. Uh, this the, this argument started yesterday. <laughs> Wink Martindale, if he gets this head coaching job, does that count as fall under Harbaugh's tree or Brian Dable's tree? Hmm. Well, he came from Denver, so yeah. yes. But but the, but he didn't even coach for a full year under the head coach in Denver. They got fired. Yeah, yeah that's true. So. It's it's got to be Harbs and or New England. He came from New England. He was a position coach there. He was like a linebacker coach or something. I think. Yeah, it'll be Harps. Got to be Harps. So basically, you're trying to see if this this coaching plant can go to a coaching branch. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, basically, (laughs) it ain't a lot behind it. It ain't a lot behind it. Because Rex Ryan, you know, some people put him under under Harbaugh's tree, but he but but Rex Ryan was was not. Yeah, he he yeah he he was um. Billick's uh guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Marvin Lewis. Gotcha. Uh anybody else wanna wanna talk about the Panthers? I yeah, think, I, I, I like the hire. I like his, I like the hire. I think mm-hmm. I think he was the head for our OC spot. Come on. He got that job. So I'm cool with, with that hire because I think he's a, a guy with enough experience and it just was a cluster in, in the coach. I think. I, I, I think him him vouching for um Carson Wentz is what got him the axe in mm-hmm. uh, in Indy, because uh, I think he got the short end of the stick for you know their their failures as an organization. Because I he I, he wasn't a bad coach. It's just mm-hmm. you know the team sucked. They couldn't even have a quarterback. I mean you got forty three year olds playing quarterback for you every season, and, <laughs> and then the injuries. You arguably got the best guard in the league, and at one point arguably the best running back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they went. And I know I know JT was hurt this year, but. They all hurt. They all got hurt. But you know, Andrew Luck retiring, that kind of threw a monkey wrench in everything. Yeah. Still, they still hurt from that. Yep. Have they even got a decent quarterback since then? Uh no, Brissett. They went to it went to Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. So, so that'd be a no. Yeah. Big fat no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else want to touch on Carolina? It's a good hire, man. But I think, I, I mean, me personally, I, I think if you're gonna go that route, I think Wilkes should have gotten the job. Um, but it's it's not a bad hire at all. But if you, if if you were gonna make that type of hire, I think you know Wilkes is already in the building. Um, you know, and there were even talks of him. They it was even talks of Frank coming in as their OC. Like he had he had interviewed for. You know, being there, OC, and I guess maybe he had such a good interview. Um, you know, it came down to you know them wanting him as a coach, but not a bad hire at all. Yeah, I ain't mad at it because I think the owner didn't. I want to say he wanted an offensive coach. Yeah, from, the from, coach. The, from the beginning. But uh, what, you, what you mean when you say that kind of hire, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like you know, a guy who a guy who was let go of his last job. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't you weren't you weren't hearing his name as one of that that hot candidates or anything for a job. We we were all hearing about him being a coordinator, 
so if that was the case, right? You know, Wilkes in the building, he showed that he could do some things. Uh, he had a solid, solid finish to the year. I just think it's a bad look. Um, just on organization from that standpoint, I'm just saying. Now, this is one time I'm going to have to disagree with you, Mike. I think that because that they knew they were going uh, a quarterback first round, they needed that offensive coach to kind of bring him through. Because, listen, if I'm a new coach and I'm tied to the, the quarterback you're bringing in, he better be an offensive coach to teach him. We can see what a special teams or defensive coach will do for a team. Now, Frank Where Wright. Where we see that at? We already know. <laughs> but I just think that Frank Wright is the right man to take Will Levis to the next level. And they, they, they got a they got a, a great one in in their DC. I mean that that was a great hire. Yes, yes, DC. yes. Now they yes. just got to put the cherry on top and hire G. Roy at the OC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, all y'all. I want. I want. Oh, they hire G. Roy. They must be drafting Malik Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> I want Deuce Taylor to get that job, man. I think he deserves a shot at OC. Yeah, true. You know, he didn't get it though. So we're gonna get Brian Johnson. <laughs> Stay and, tuned. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna get Brian Johnson and Deuce gonna spend another year learning and then and then he can spread his wings somewhere else. Right? Wow. Question question B is um is Brian your your, your all in with Brian? I, I wouldn't not all in. I mean I, I would prefer Brian, but you mm-hmm. know, I, I think that that JBC uh did a good job, a, a decent enough job when he was coordinator in Detroit before. Uh, and he's the pass game coordinator in Jacksonville now as he's doing a good job there. So I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, but, you know, Brian Johnson right now is the, the guy that I that I would prefer. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, moving on to the next topic. So what we're going to do is, if you don't know, the NFL PA started their own postseason awards, so to speak. And I, they didn't really give out anything. They just got together as players and made a list of, like, they did a, a um, all-pro team, which to me, I respect it more than I respect the writers one because they're actually playing against these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, some people feel differently, but you know, that's just my opinion, but they also did a top five, which I thought was interesting. And we're going to kind of go through those positions and, and look at it and say, you know, fine, or somebody should have been up there or, you know, just, just kind of, you know, bounce ideas off the wall. We're going to go through this list, you know, pretty swiftly and, and, and see what you guys think about it. You can put your comments in the uh, chat box too. And if you're watching later, put it in the comment section how you feel about the, these guys on this NFL PA top five list at each position. So the first position I'm going to throw up is running back and quarterback. All right. So they number one, they have Pat Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Number four, Joe Burrow. And number five, Lamar Jackson. Mike, what you think about this list? So this is this is based off of this year's play, right? Yes. All right, so I, I think Hurts should be one. And then Mahomes. And mm-hmm. then uh you may Barrow, Allen, and then Jackson will be that's that that's how I would rank it. I think I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP this year, in my opinion. Now Mahomes played great mm-hmm. and you know if he, he's he's the one B to my MVP choice. Um but I think the turnaround um and, and the way Jalen played and Leading this team to the Super Bowl, I don't think anybody expecting that or expected that. So that's how I would rank it. Gotcha, uh, Hendo. Uh, for this list, I would bump Jalen Hurts up to number two. I would put put Burrow at number three and put Josh Allen at number four. Mm-hmm. Um, it just for some reason Josh Allen plays down to the level of competition. He just has uh, turnovers and bunches. 
just stupid. I mean, stupid turnovers. Not just mm-hmm. he was trying to make a play. I, just, feel, just, I feel like he had ego turnovers. He do. Like, he'll try to just flip the ball sideways. He'll just do something dumb. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, best quarterback in the league. Uh, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. And he still led the league in passing and touchdowns. Sure did. Andy had all let off one and a half legs last week. With Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> Who was his, always hurt. And Kadaris Tony. But not really. Was uh, Valdez Scanlon was the guy. Yeah. Exactly. Really? Exactly. The guy that couldn't catch balls, man, Rogers was dropping him and went over there and balled out. Hmm. Chris? Um, yeah, I would probably have it. Uh, Mahomes won uh, for the same reasons Hendo said, you know, we, you take away his best wide receiver and he doesn't even miss a beat. Like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Like, he's, it should be Patrick Mahomes. Then you start another list, and then it's everybody else. <laughs> um, number two, I would uh, go Jalen Hurts. Um, then I'll put Josh Allen number three because um, Josh Allen got no offensive line, like mm-hmm. no offensive line. And, you know, they got his Patrick Ricard looking ass just running all over the place. So, <laughs> you know, I give him props for that. Um, Burrow, I mean, I – I got mixed feelings on Burrow. You know, mm-hmm. he he could throw, you know, a nice little slant and then Jamar take care of the rest. Nice little jump ball and, you know, T, T come right down with it. So, you know, it's it is definitely a, a difference in weapons that he has compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the guys on his right. list. And, and Honestly, uh, we, Chris, we can look at it and say, uh, them five up there, he has by far. By far. The, by well, far, I can say by far because Hurts yeah. got got pretty good. Uh, guys. I wouldn't say by far, not by far, <laughs> but uh, by far, other than Hurts, he got the best set of skill guys around. Right, like wide receivers and back. Right, yeah. yeah. Who's yeah, that? That's Hendo, wasn't it? That's Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, you're right, you're right. I mean, but listen, listen, Philly's running backs ain't nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, yeah, but I, I still think Mixon's yeah, I think Mixon's better than and, better than them guys. Now and, as a collective, they're better. And P Ryan ain't we're talking about we're talking about this year though, right? Yeah. We're talking about seven hundred yard Joe Mixon this year, right? Seven hundred yard Joe Mixon, I don't think that's a credit to him. I think that's a credit to whoever's calling plays with him. Okay, but I thought we were just talking about this year, not collectively. What my Sanders do this year? He had oh, over twelve hundred yards rushing. Twelve hundred. Oh, well, Mixon had Mixon had twelve hundred yards total. Mm. <laughs> Jose, uh, I mean, look, I got no problem with with how this is uh ranked. I, I think I find it interesting though that um, I mean, it's very telling that you know Lamar missing you know the last six games of the season, um, that the players still view him as a top five uh, quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. That 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 I think that's very telling, given the 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 lack of weapons. He's easily the, the you know he has the worst weapons on this list. Um, you know, probably the worst coaching, and and he got hurt, and he, so he he missed a, a big chunk of the season, and the players are just like, yeah, I still don't want to see that guy on the field, right? I I think that's that, that speaks volumes to to the impact that he has on the game. Um, also interesting, uh, who's not on this list, uh, Justin Herbert, because mm-hmm. I've heard his name being thrown out there as a top five quarterback. The the players don't seem to think that way, right? So, but nah, the, the list is fine. I you know. I mean, I, I you could you could you could change it up a little bit, but I mean, top five is top five. You're, you're in the top five, you know, you're, you're good. Me? Yeah, I think these are the five. Uh, the only change I would make, I would move Josh Allen down to fifth and bump everybody else up one. 
but yeah, and these are the the top five guys in the league. So that's not, it's uh, not a not a, it's a it's a good list. So. Yeah, I would um, I would have actually I would switch Burrow and Lamar, and I switch also Josh Allen and 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 Hurts. So I would have Mahomes one, Hurts two, Allen three, uh, Lamar four, Burrow five, and and. I, I thought about leaving Lamar at five because he hadn't played. He didn't finish the year, but just thinking about what he did and where he was before he got hurt, he was probably the MVP favorite. Yeah, and it just fell off, and that's with D. Rob as his best receiver. So, <laughs> <laughs> bread man. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to running backs. They got uh, Josh Jacob at one, Nick Chubb at two, Tony Pollard at three, Christian McCaffrey at four, Saquon Barkley at five. B. Uh, so I think it's you know it's fun to have Josh Jacobs number one. He he was he was outstanding this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why Tony Pollard's a third. Uh, <laughs> That's so, crazy. You know Nick, Nick Chubb also had a, had a very good year, uh, but I would probably bump him down to four and put McCaffrey at two, Saquon yeah. at three, Chubb at four, and Pollard. I mean, I we could have it at four, I guess, but. Yeah, if we're gonna have five, I guess you can go ahead and throw Pollard in there. Hey, B. Pollard had a solid year. Now he was he on did, my fantasy team. He, he did have he a solid, solid year. He was catching, solid. catching, and 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 receive. I mean, yeah. and running. Okay. And if if if, yeah. if if Zeke didn't make some make so much more money, he'd have he more probably would have had. Yeah, exactly. Hendo, he would have got more more shine. Well, but yeah, the the question is, what would he do with more touches? Like, is it is Get it more because, is it because more Zeke is, is 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 making so much more money, or is it because they think he can't carry the load? He can't. He Zeke, can't I think it's Zeke making because he showed out. TP showed out some games with 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 about eight carries. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's and that's where some guys need to be. And if you try to bump them up to twenty, they don't look as good. Yeah, true. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like Tony Pollard. I'm just you know, but mm-hmm. he he doesn't belong ahead of Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Uh, now that part I do agree. That part I do agree. Uh, Jose. Yeah, I would have Tony. Pa- I mean, I- I'm not sure if I had Tony Pollard on the list for being honest. I would, but uh, I, I would. Who would you list. replace him with? Huh. Uh, uh, Damian what? Pierce, hmm. Kenneth Walker, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> any, any number of guys, really. <laughs> yeah, but again, but this is from the this is from the uh, perspective of the players so mm-hmm. that tells you a little something you know like when, when you're playing on the field against these guys that they're telling you like these are the guys that are hard to defend all right so i mean it says something right it says something i i but no nah, i wouldn't have tony Pollard on this list I'll tell you what the players voted tyler huntley into the pro bowl too so <laughs> <laughs> listen they said they said get rank your quarterbacks one through 32 because somebody has to go <laughs> Crazy. Like, well, I guess Tyler started. <laughs> Chris, um, I I probably go. Uh, I like one and two. I think that's fine. I think Chubb would be uh, head and shoulders one if he didn't split a backfield. Um, mm. I, I think he's the most talented back in the league. Um, Pollard, I'm taking him straight up off the list. I'm with UB. I'm taking him off. Um, I'm bumping up McCaffrey to four, Saquon to five. Three. I mean, yeah, McCaffrey three, Saquon four, and then um, Derrick Henry five. Mm. And, and I and I feel sorry because I, I want to put um, Austin Eckler in there too, yeah. but um, mm. he, ju- he just mm. misses, just misses. That's Dang. another good another name that somebody mentioned. He didn't have a lot of yards this year. Was 
uh, Cook. Davin Cook. Davin Cook. Davin Cook. Davin. Mm-hmm. I think they're Taylor easy. Yeah, after JT, yeah. Uh, Kamara. Yeah. So there's a bunch of other names out there. Hendo? Uh, yeah, so I guess for this year alone, we got to keep Josh Jacobs up there because, listen, he knew his contract was up with Las Vegas, and he's like, look, I got to show out mm-hmm. and do this thing. Nick Chubb, like Chris said, most talented back in the league, in my opinion, and he just got Kareem Hunt with him, so I keep him at two. At three, I bring up Christian McCaffrey. At four, I put Derek Henry. And five, I keep it Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Henry not being on his list is crazy. My yeah, uh, Pollard, he got to go. Uh, Henry got to be on this list. Um, one and two, yeah, one and two, fine. I would, I would put Henry at three. I think he was second mm-hmm. in the league in rushing. He was. Um, and I guess you can keep C Mac at four and Saquon at five, but. You got You got to get Henry on this list somewhere. How, how did they leave him off of the list? I yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. That, I, that's, I personally would have the same list you have, Mike. Just don't just take Pollard out and put insert Henry. Jonathan yeah. Washington Jr. says Jamal Williams. That's another good one. Yeah, but mm. Jamal got a lot of Jamal got a lot of red zone carries. He didn't really get the twenty to the twenties. That's what got him. He he led him in. He led him in. He did lead the league in touchdowns. I think he did. But yeah, he, he got a lot of the carries. record for touchdowns. He he got a lot of carries in, from the twenty in. Uh, Swift was doing the 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 heavy lifting. But still, you know, scoring Jamal touchdowns. Was, Jamal had the uh, the carries that count though. <laughs> <laughs> he had them TJ Duckett touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the Legarrette Blunt special. How about that. <laughs> back um back when Steve McNair was at Alcorn, they um they had a guy named Harry Brown. They called him Touchdown Harry Brown, and and Steve would throw for four, five hundred, six hundred yards, and Harry Brown would have. Five carries for four touchdowns to be the swag. <laughs> like that one uh, again, Jerome Bettis had three carries for one yard and three touchdowns. <laughs> Let's move to a wide receiver. Let me start with you, Mike. They got uh, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, uh, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown. What'd you think about it? Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't argue this list. Uh, I think, I think Justin. I got. I, I put Justin at one. Um, yeah, it, it looks. This looks fine to me. I, I might. I might bump AJ Brown up. Maybe above Tyreek. Maybe above Diggs. Uh, that's a stretch. But uh, this five right here, I don't. I don't have a problem with. I mean, I think. Yeah, no dispute there. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I'm also looking at it from a standpoint of uh, a fan who's who doesn't have any anything close to any of these guys. <laughs> so right. I, I take whoever you don't want. I take I, in a heart. They they all look like Randy Moss to us. <laughs> right, and I mean, and and you know, I think Agent E said it like that. That was my thought, Agent E. Like I. And, and my man Big Reg, you know, I was trying to. I'm thinking like, damn, Chase probably should be on this list, but it's like, if he's not, I'm not gonna argue it. But I, I mean, where you put him at? Who you taking off this list? Well, I already know for Chase. I'm AJ Brown. He, exactly. I love, it. I love, <laughs> I love AJ Brown. He missed a good chunk of the season, though. Hey, if we thousand yeah. yards, if we talking about missing the season, you need some Dion about that too, man. 
I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, AJ Brown had fifteen hundred yeah. yards received. Sure did. And, so, and, so, and he had another guy with four yards is less than twelve hundred. Yeah, the other guy had eleven ninety six. Fourteen hundred ninety six yards. 88 on 88 receptions, 11 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, I get the chase thing, but I, I don't, I'm not chase. Had, uh, I, yeah. I, I got to think in, in, in terms okay. of production this year, this year, that's what that's why, that, that, yeah, I can't yeah. think. I'll be thinking full body of work. I got to think in terms of production this year. And if now that you say that in terms of production this year, AJ probably got to be up there. Yeah. Hey, in real talk, man, honorable mention CD Land. I don't think yeah. I don't think CD getting enough yeah. enough props, but he bought out the shit, man. You know, at at one point, and this probably gonna ruffle some feathers. Somebody told me that that uh, that CD would be number two on our team. Two receiver. So to who, who, who said that? Who said? I don't remember that? who said it, but I remember it was saying. <laughs> so I mean, I need maybe you find out. <laughs> Maybe in targets because Pat Ricard would be number one. <laughs> hey, and 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 for for AJ Brown, he did bump his team up. He got a major bump up for them to be in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that that holds a lot of weight too. Yeah, thanks. And he's under new offensive system, so. Mm-hmm. And whoever made that comment, that coach said, "Look, just just exit quietly." We <laughs> it, it was during the season. Um, shortly after he got hurt or something like that. And I just mentioned that C.D. Lamb was that dude, and it was a little back and forth on Twitter saying that he would be number two to Bateman on our team. Right around that time, remember we were having the discussions about the worst receiving. Yeah. We had that list. It was around that time. Name we names. About that list. Name right. names. I, I just don't remember. I, just, I don't remember. That was that was a while ago. When Baltimore fans got defiant and the football guy showed them what's what. <laughs> uh, Hendo or Chris, which one? Uh, okay, so. You got to keep Justin Jefferson number one, mm-hmm. but for number two, I'm going to put Tyreek Hill there. Um, he damn near for the most part of the season led the league in in receiving yards, and then you got to realize he has Jalen Waddle on the other side and mm-hmm. Tua Tagovailoa, um, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy and, Bridgewater, and, and Skylar. What's his name? What's Thompson. His name? Thompson. Thompson as his quarterback, and he still came highly in the league. So I bring him to second, uh, third. I'm going to put AJ Brown. Fourth, Devontae Adams, and fifth, Stephon Diggs. Chris? Um, I'll go uh, Jefferson, one, uh, Devontae, two, uh, Tyree, three, uh, A.J. Brown, four, and Diggs, five. Jose? I got Tyreek one, man. I mean, I yeah, almost, almost, I mean, almost eighteen hundred yards, and you know, I yeah, you talk about nightmares. I still had nightmares about what he did to us <laughs> in, a, in, a, in two minutes. You blink, yeah. and he's in, a, he's in the end zone. True. Um, yeah, Jefferson two, Adams three. Uh, I'll put. Look, I, I had AJ Brown at the bottom, but you convinced me. Um, I'm bumping him up to four. Mm-hmm. I'll put Diggs at five. B. Yeah, I'll go Justin Jefferson, Tyreek, Devontae, uh, and then Brown and Diggs. I, I got I got Jefferson one also. Go ahead, B. I'm sorry, I mean cut you off. No, I was just saying you can't go wrong with any any of these five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody said no Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got no Jefferson at one simply because they knew where the ball was going. Everybody yeah. they played with with, with uh, Tyreek, you had options. They knew where the ball was going with for Minnesota. They was it was going to uh, Justin, and if you stop it, fine. If not, the only only reason that 
he would run wide open because they ran the ball decently with that stretch stuff. You had to kind of respect the, the play action with, with Davin Cook, and mm-hmm. he would run those deep overs and whatnot. But in, in third and long situations when it was, I got to throw it, for the most part, the ball was going to him and occasionally to Osborne. But for the most part, I was going to Jefferson, and he still pushed 2,000 yards, which is crazy. We had two receivers this year push 2,000 yards, him and Tyreek Hill. And yeah. I think if Tua don't get hurt, I think Tyreek gets it. Yep. I think Tyreek gets it. So I got Tyreek, too. Uh, I hate to say Devontae at three because I think he's the best route runner in the league. Um, A.J. Bryant at four, Stephon Diggs at five. And I'm really disappointed at the – I got him up here, but I'm disappointed at the year Diggs had because in crunch time, the real crunch time, he didn't show up. Yeah. He didn't show up. So it is what it is. Uh, fullback, Juice Tech is, uh, to me, by far the best fullback in the game. And then we got 42 up there. In goal, I know of a little bit, but the other two guys, I don't have a freaking clue who they are. <laughs> do we, do yeah. we want to mention them or we just want to hop on to ease on down? The nobody road? nobody yeah. cares about fullback. It's just one, yeah, one I, and nobody I would, else. I would say if, uh, if you finish below number one, you should get cut. <laughs> and get my Pro- seven mil back. Project <laughs> Pat number one on this list. Stop it. Stop it. Easy. Mike. easy. We, we, follow, we follow your lead. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> Skip. Skip. So tight ends. We got Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, and Evan Ingram. This, this, like you said with Pat Mahomes, this should be a separate list. It should be a line upon the Travis uh, Kelsey's name. Then it's just start over with the rest of the tight ends. One, George Kittle. Two, Mark Andrews. But I think it's obvious Kittle's number one for every. I'm gonna think I'm gonna speak for everybody. Kittle's number one for everybody, and then I'll go from there. B. I mean, I kid. I'm sorry, Kelsey. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- th- those are obviously the the top two, and it it kind of doesn't matter after that. Uh, you know, you the the other I think difference making tight ends in the league are Darren Waller and and Kyle Pitts. You know, and Kyle Elsey. You know, he he was having a terrible season in towards ACL. Darren Waller was hurt for most of the year. So you know, you have two elite tight ends, and then you have three good ones. I'll, I'll, I'll bump Evan Ingram up one spot just for turning his career around. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Bears. I, I'd flip Ingram and Hawkins. Jose? I think Dallas Goddard should be on this list. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah I think he should be on this a list. Good year. Yeah, I mean, he got hurt too, but yeah, he, he's had another... Really, I mean, everybody feels like having a good year. I mean, Who would you drop for, for Goddard? Oh, man. Don't say Evan. <laughs> Mark Andrews. <laughs> Mark Andrews, Mark, yeah, we, we I, talking I about for this year. Yeah. yeah, for this year, for this year. I, oh, I, yeah. You know what? Mark probably shouldn't be that high if we thinking about this year. Then I will. I, I take him off the list. That, that's 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 well, crazy. I mean, I, he, he was over eight hundred yards, right? It's just that it was such a disappointment mm-hmm. off a thirteen hundred yard season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But he's still, but, he's still, there's still, it's still Travis Kelsey and. Everybody else, and I still think it's. I mean, it's two. It's two tiers. Where's well, three tiers? It's Kelsey. Then you look at Andrews, Kittle, uh, Waller. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say Pitts, but Ingram probably took that spot right now. Then you got everybody else, in my opinion. Chris. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. You know, obviously Kelsey, uh, George Kittle too. Um, I think it'd be a lot closer between Kelsey and Kittle if Kittle was in a in a position where he could get the ball thrown to him a lot more, mm-hmm. but he's asked to, he's asked to block so much that that hurts his, his, uh, you know, statistical output. But, but he's um, so good I, at it. 
he's he's good at everything. Like he <laughs> he could do you, he could dice you up in a in a pass game. He could dice you up in a run game. Like he to me, he's the best all around tight end, all mm. around blocking and receiving. Like I respect just the whole package. Um, then Mark Andrews three. Um, Hawkinson he had a good year. Like once he got with Minnesota, like he started blowing up, and um, Detroit was like, "Look, you good, but we're not paying you." So. Peace out, man. Um, and uh, yeah, Evan Ingram, uh, he had a, a nice little resurgence, but I think without that that um, that injury, I think Dallas Goddard would have been number five because he was on his way to having a, a really good season before that injury. As we saw a lot from uh, what's the guy that do the skedaddle? Um, oh, Gasicki. He had to have a decent year because I saw the skedaddle way too much. Way too much. <laughs> One is too much. <laughs> Endo. Yeah, I'm going to say Jose uh, convinced me. So uh, I'm going to go Travis Kelsey, George Kittles, of course. At three, I'm going to put Hawkinson. At four, Evan Ingram for his resurgence. But at five, I'm going to put Pat Frymuth. Like he had a very decent year with a rookie quarterback. Mm. So I'll put him over Mark Andrews because he showed up when he needed to, other than unlike, you know, Ma- Andrews. Very decent is better than Mark Andrews now? We talking about this year. We talking about this year. Oh. This year only. Yikes. That's why I got to keep that around, wrapped around my head, too. This year only. Mike? Uh, look, they bugging. Mark Andrews is on this list. <laughs> you know what I'm Get him Mark, straight, Mike. Mark Andrews, he is uh, not near one of these other cats went through the quarterback struggles that he went through uh, and having to keep his sanity, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the numbers, well, was, the numbers K- were solid. K- Kittle did. Well, Kittle, you right, you right, you right. Kittle did have, mm. you know, a, a quarterback Three carousel guys. there. Yeah, uh, but he also was in a competent system where you could plug and play anybody there, and it worked out for him. And and so he deserves to be on this list. So, but I'd keep it, I keep it just like this. If I would move anybody, it would be Ingram. Um, I think Dallas Goddard maybe, uh, but I'd like Ingram there too. I think Goddard missed some time this year, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yep. So that that's what's kind of throwing me off, uh, off there, but. You gotta have Ingram on this list, and Kel and I agree with you guys. Kelsey is on a list of his own. <laughs> <laughs> he on a whole nother page with these guys, but yeah, I'm cool with this list. All right, left tackle, uh, Trent Williams for the 49ers, Tunsil for the Houston Texans, uh, Andrew Thomas for the Giants, um, Andrew Young, ain't it? Mm, I think it's like the third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got a tie for fourth and fifth. Uh, Jordan Matala from the Eagles. I hope I said that right. And Terry and Armstrong, Armstead for the Dolphins. Armstead, they just signed a free agency this year. It was one of their yeah. big pickups with um, Tyreek Hill. And with this list, I'm I'm cool with it. I can't think of anybody that would knock any of these guys off. Um, not not even Ronnie this year, even though Ronnie had a, a decent year. What about you, Mike? I, so, hold on. Let me throw this out there. Y'all remember when, when we were supposedly – Trading or getting ready to trade for Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Matala or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. There was there was talks of he him being a part of that 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 Chuck Clark deal. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Now, what would it look like if we would have grabbed this guy who is is rated one of the top left tackles in the league? Uh, listen, I, for in my opinion, uh, we were talking about this Jose. 
Trent Williams is is of this list is the guy that's on his own page. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, once I at, seen at thirty five, at thirty five. Yep. La- I didn't see it much this year, but last year when they were moving him in motion, oh, and he had a full head of steam coming at whoever was on that side, like to be able to move like that, and I, that that just that just amazed me. So that brother is on his own list. I didn't know much about Andrew Thomas, but uh, you know, I, I thought the Giants line was a little whack, but I guess you know, I guess he was the, he was the bright about, spot. Uh, Saquon had a lot of was able to run. Saquon, Saquon did get off. Um, I think Armstead got hurt this year though, right? He did. Yeah. He so did. I'm 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 putting I'm putting Ronnie there okay. uh, for Armstead. I think Ronnie, uh, you know, proved a lot of the doubters wrong, who, who said he wouldn't be able to recover from that injury. Um, so I'm gonna put Ronnie there. Cool, cool. Hendo? Yeah, Trent Williams all by himself. Larry Tunsil, even though he's been on multiple teams, he's outstanding left tackle. And, you know, to Mike's point, uh, Armstead missed time, but Stanley missed time. So I'm going to leave this as is. Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much go with this this group. Um, I know Teron Armstead, he was playing at a high level before he got injured. Uh, so – uh, even though he did miss time, um, I, I give him I give him credit because he was balling out uh, when he was healthy. So, um, yeah, I'm good with this list too. Jose, I'm putting Orlando Brown on this list. <laughs> where, where about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I like the list, man. I, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. And B, yeah, no, I, I think this this is a solid list. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't make any changes. Cool, cool. Moving on to the next one. The next one we got uh right tackle. Lane Johnson, yeah. Tristan Wurst, Pene Sewell, Ryan Ramchek from the Saints, and Brian O'Neill from the Minnesota Vikings. There is a glaring name missing from this list. His name is Morgan Moses. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Where's the ops? The ops. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly, but uh go ahead, B. Take the right tackle. Now I thought that uh Tristan had missed some time, but maybe that was just the entire rest of their line. Uh, <laughs> I think that I think this is a, a pretty solid list. If anything, I would maybe move maybe move Sewell up a spot, but you know, outside of that, I, I think it's a good list. If I'm not mistaken, Sewell and Worse are both <laughs> second year players, second or third year players, correct? Uh, yeah, second, 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 second year. year. Yeah. What about Worse? Worse is was the year third? before, I believe. Third. Yeah. Okay, so you got two young guys up there. Lane yeah. is a a veteran. Mm-hmm. I, I know Rams check. Ram checks a veteran. I don't know the the age on him. He hasn't been in that long either. I think. Ram- been, yeah, is he still he's like five? But four or five maybe. Ryan Ram check. Ram six. Yeah, he's the same year as they they got. Uh, we should have dra- right? we should have drafted him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Hold on. Yeah. Maybe it was a year. After. Hey, Creed Humphrey, Baltimore Ravens. That's wrong. Jose. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change this list. I, I mean, I don't know much about um, Brian O'Neill, but um, the rest of these guys, yeah, looks out to me. Chris. Um. Yeah, I'm not even gonna act like I like I'm uh be like, oh no, this dude got B four, this dude got B five. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all got it right. <laughs> uh, Hendo. Yeah, they pick good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Man, put my man Morgan on Morgan on this list, man. <laughs> Morgan over Brian. Why not? 
Yeah, but nah, I mean, I'm I'm with I'm with you guys. Uh I'll take it. I I, I do like I do like Penny uh Sua. I, I I do like that guy. He's a big boy. You know, they did him like uh like you mentioned with Trent this year. Yeah, and, yeah. And then threw it to him. Yeah, he's a big boy. He out hey. there making noise. So, so I do I just wanted to point him out, but yeah, I, I I'm cool with this. All right. As far as center, I, I think they meant to as far as with Baltimore Ravens, they should have had Kansas City Chiefs. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as these guys on here, I, I my I got to go. Our guy needs to be on this list. Yes, to Linda me, Bum. Linda Bum needs to be on this list. I think I'm, he had a, he had I'm a take, I'm taking um, the Bills guy off. Miss Morris, Linda yeah. Bum there. What you, what you think about that, Mike? Yeah, I, I, I'm with that. Um, and you know, I think Kelsey is not Kelsey is not quite on his own list, but he's he's close. You know, they, if they, just the way that he, for his size, man, the way he controls the line, mm-hmm. uh, they were showing like they they was pointing him out on on the quarterback sneaks and like what he does on that play and how low he gets to push the pile. Like it's little things like that, veteran moves that you know these guys who are at the top of their game, um, you know they 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 do that and that's what makes them great. But yeah, I, I think I think you got to put Linda Baum on there. We we spoke about it. When we did the uh, end of the year grades for the Ravens and just how uh, Lindenbaum, for the most part, man, held his own against some stout tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you gotta get that. You gotta get that brother some uh, props there. Jose, I'm in. Mean, not Jose. Hendo. Um, I'm gonna take Corey Lindsley off. Um, he missed a lot of time. He was injured, so you know I take him off, bump everybody else up, and in the fifth spot, I'm going to put Bradley Bozeman. Oh no no no! I'm sorry I'm sorry. Title in the ball. Oh, you hate me for a second. I thought you was for real. <laughs> nah, nah I take, but I I do take Lindsley off and put Linda Baum at the uh, fifth position. Chris, um, I'm the same as Hendo. As Hendo, um, I'm taking Lindsley off and I'm I'm putting in um, I'm, well I'm gonna bump up Creed Humphrey to three. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put our guy at four and Mitch Morse at five. Gotcha. Jose. Uh Lindsley and and uh Morse both missed some, some significant time, right? Um yeah, so I would probably put I I would put Linda Baum at three. That's right, three. And then and then Lindsley and Morse four and five. And honestly, that's oh I'm sorry, no, we gotta take one off. We gotta take yeah. one off. So uh Morse, you gotta go. For the future. He's probably going to be two or one for the next ten or so years. Speaking about Lindebaum, Lindebaum, mm-hmm. yeah, Kelsey's almost done. But Kelsey is consistently one of the best centers every oh, yeah. every year. It's crazy. Imagine? It's crazy how the the same household that's what I'm about to say got like a a, a chokehold on their position. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Lizby? Yeah, I think that uh, the Kelsey brothers, you know, one of them's about to get their second Super Bowl, you know, and the other one will still have one. They're closing in on the Mannings, and they're far more likable. I'm hoping they, uh, <laughs> they take them down. Uh, but for the list, I, I think that I would probably take off Morris and put in Linderbaum, but I, I think the rest of it's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Moving right along. Left tackle and – I'm sorry, left guard and right guard. For me, um, I really love Quentin Nelson. But for for what the Browns do in the run game with um with Chubb and with uh, Hunt, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, I can't go wrong with Joe with Joe. Uh, Tooney, 
Nah, but I, I really like um, Nelson. And then I don't know if you noticed or not, but this is the fourth eagle on this list. Mm-hmm. The fourth. So, and as far as right guard, Zach Martin to me was head and shoulders above everybody else this year. And um, we might can slide Zeitler in here on this list. Maybe. No, we can't. I think Maybe. you should over Trey Smith. I Maybe. think so. But I just I just went through both of them. I, I would slide Zeitler in for like Chris said with Trey. And I I I really want Quentin to be the number one guy, but I I'll do Joe. Um, how you say his name? I'd call him Bits because <laughs> I couldn't say his name, and then slide everybody else down. Batonio? What do you think about? However you say it, uh, Mike. Do do both positions. I I I want to some kind of way, and I'm sitting here thinking, how can I get Ben Powers on this list? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that uh, because yo, like I, I mean. I think Chris pointed it out a couple of times throughout the season in the round table. Like Ben Powers, man, like he was he was probably the most steady mm-hmm. on that line, man. He didn't he didn't he didn't really hurt us like we were expecting him to. But I mean, everybody else on this list balled out, I guess, to the most point. So I don't know who I would take him out at left guard, but that's so that's that's make him an honorable mention. And then uh right guard, yeah, yeah, I got that. A, I trust y'all. You believe him? I, I trust y'all. <laughs> and I would go with y'all choice on the right guard list. Hendo? Yeah, I like this list. The players know exactly what they're talking about, so I'm going to stick with what they're saying. All right, Chris? Uh, yeah, this list is good, except for that Trey Smith. Uh, I think Zyla had a, had a really good year this, this season. Um, And then Chris Lindstrom, he looked like a bust. So that's a that's an important note on development of players and patience because he looked like a bust early on and and look at him on his list right now. You know, so. you know, Lindstrom was the guy that Peter rolled um away out of the club. Yep. That was Lindstrom. <laughs> yeah, just just in case you don't know, that was that was Lindstrom. <laughs> uh Jose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I honestly can't go too too far into this list, but you know, look, if there's an eagle on the list, then they got it right. Okay, because that whole O line are some bullies. Right. So, and B. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would go with the, the list as are. I, I just want to I just want to point out though that we've had various people on here say we putting Ronnie on the list. Might trying to put Ben Powers on the list. We all put Tyler Lindebaum on the list. There we go. We're trying to get Zeitler on the list. And every week we came on this show and talked about how bad the O line played. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad, inconsistent. Inconsistent. No, they were, no, nobody nobody brought up Morgan Moses. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was all on Morgan. <laughs> and all the person I said was, was uh Zeitler. You said Morgan Moses. I was yeah, I was joking. I know, I know. <laughs> Can't have one of the two ops on the team. <laughs> the other op ain't going nowhere though. But I, I put tests in the chat box because um Brandon has been a um it came up on my, my other stream that he's a goaded member of the channel for five months. I want to make sure I shout out Brandon for being a goaded member of the channel. And that's the yes, highest so. level of channel that channel membership you can have. Um, and actually, shout out to B because Brandon not only is a member, he's a patron also. That so he he's, he does, he's double duty. And he says, shout bring on the punters. I want to see where that high pick <laughs> stout landed. And that, that's for Hendo. <laughs> Hendo, he My said, man. bring on the punters. He want to see where that high pick stout landed. My man. <laughs> let's let's move on from the uh line. I did to get everybody right. I didn't skip anybody. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh edge rushers. This this side's a little bit more exciting. Woo! <laughs> this this side's a little bit more exciting. 
You got uh, Nick Judon, <laughs> Miles Garrett at two, Max Crosby at three, Michael Parsons at four, Matt Judon at five. Start B. Max Crosby at three just bothers me. I just, I just don't like it. So I'm gonna move him down to five. I'm gonna bump the other two up, and and that's fine. Jose, I got Matt Judon three, Michael Parsons four. Yeah, Max Crosby five. Yep, same as B. So I say always robbed. <laughs> Chris, um. I'm gonna I'm say I'm gonna call racism. Um, I'm gonna say wow. uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Michael Parsons one, Bosa two, uh, Gary three, uh, Judon four, and um, I, I say um, Max Crosby five. Gotcha. Uh, hand up. Okay, I'm a I'm gonna go with Michael Parsons one. I'm gonna take Bosa two. Judon three, Garrett four because he was hurt a lot of the season, and Max Crosby at five. Mike, yeah, I think Hendo kind of, I think we we kind of sympathetical on that. I, 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 Garrett, you know, is a is a force, right? He's a force, uh, and uh, but I think I would move him down. I think Parsons, uh, I. Man, look, I'm not mad at this list either. Let me let me let me put that out there first. Um, but I would I would probably move Parsons up to one. Um you, you gotta Cros, Crosby drops to five, even though I I thought I like dude. He, he tough. Mm-hmm. Uh he play hard. Uh but I, I don't think Judon gets enough credit uh for what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh so Judon gotta move above him. But that that top three, um you know, you could flip a coin. They they all impact players at that position for sure. Hey, I, I want to apologize real quick, um, because I I said racism, uh, for Bosa being one, but racism for me putting Max Crosby at number five because it should be Hassan Reddick at number five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was gonna add him to mine. I was gonna okay. add him to mine, but, but for me, I got Parsons one. I got. TJ Watt too. I don't care how much time he missed. I got, um, hey, hey, coach. Yeah, we talking about this season. I know. I don't. Care. He wasn't. He wasn't as dominant when he came back. Okay. You don't what? But who? He played well. He TJ Watt played well, but he wasn't as dominant as he was until he got back healthy. It took him about three or four weeks. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that statement. But he, when he got healthy, he wins. So you know, he's he's judging the last five weeks for TJ versus the seventeen for everybody else. I, I hey. Okay. He's maybe it's because it's you know he in our division. And I you know I kind of and you see him all the time. Yeah, but it, it just, he just he just destroys us, and he's just on top of my brain as far as being that. Maybe I'm I'm kind of biased on it because of that situation. But I wasn't thinking season for him. I just think about the impact he had when he played us and by himself. <clears throat> but um, I had what Parsons one, Watt two, Garrett three. Judon four and Bosa five. And I, I want I want I want Hassan Reddick on there. And if I got to take TJ Watt off because he didn't finish the year, I would you know bump all those guys up and put Reddick in there. But if if I'm not mistaken, they got four, if not five guys with ten plus sacks. They had they got more sacks this season than the Falcons have had in the last three. Seventy something, right? I think seventy three. 
That's Man. crazy. Damn. Because they I do want to change four or five uh, guys with ten plus sacks. Uh-uh. I do want to change my list. Max Crosby's off, and Brian Burns is on. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> Nose tackle. And I don't know if I cut a guy off. Maybe they just only had four because you probably know, only four. Uh, yeah. a bunch of guys right there. You got Dexter Lawrence, Kenny Clark, Vita Vea, um, and DJ, DJ Jones. Jones. Um, I'm cool with this list. You know, I if Vita Vea had been healthy the whole year, he probably would no doubt be the number one. Yep. But I'm I'm cool with that. What about you, Dexter Mike? Dexter Lawrence was a beast. Hey, where, where's where's Chris Jones at on this list? Mm. Maybe he's I think five. He he's a D tackle. Oh, we got, do, oh, oh, we doing. Oh, okay, it's, okay, another, okay. it's another. It's okay. funny how they got the defense. You'll see it, but if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me let me sneak peek it real quick. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so there aren't. So technically, there, there aren't nose tackles in four three defense. Is that what it is? It's really just not. Really, so, if it's a nose tackle in a four three, it's really whoever's playing the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, Daxon Lawrence. That dude's a that dude's a freak. I I like I like him. Uh like you said, Vita Vea, man, athletically, he, he reminds me of a not so much low budget, but like a target brand version of of Nada. Um because I mean, you know, just being that big it can Target move. ain't cheap. Nah, Target ain't cheap. I yeah. ain't want I didn't want to give him the Walmart brand, but uh, but he's Target. Is he a little better than that? <laughs> but he 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 puts me in mind uh, of Nada. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm cool with that. Kenny Clark do his thing too. I'm cool yep. with this. Hendo, yeah, I'm good with the list. Like you said, Avita Vea was healthy, definitely number one. But Dexter Lawrence, and we saw up close and personal how he could wreck a team. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good with this. Chris, um, yeah, I would put. I know he was hurt this year, but uh, DJ Reader would be on his list for me because that mm-hmm. dude, he would probably be. He, he, he probably be on his other one, Chris. Let's peek. Let's peek it. Is he? Uh, he is not. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So now we got controversy. So I would put him. I'll put him too on mm-hmm. the on the list because he wrecks games. Like he's just. He's How many just, games did he miss? I want to say like six or something like that. Maybe five. He, he should be on this list. Yeah. Because yeah. when he came back, it was lights out. Right. Mm-hmm. But without him, that defense is total. You know what? And there's only four on this list, so he should be on it. He, he may, right. and they may have just left him off because every other list has five. Because right. I, I don't think I cut it off, but I think they just left him off. Whoever typed it up probably left him off. Okay. Because there are pictures of this list out, and he may be on there. But I, I got this off of um, the Athletic, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Jose? Nah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, other than not having Rita on there, I'm, I'm cool with the list. B? Yeah, I would probably put Vea up at number two. But other than that, it's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, interior defensive line. There's Chris Jones. Um, a lot of people, you know, didn't like the fact that Aaron Donald made. I think he was on there. The players all pro list too. A lot of people didn't yeah. like that because he missed a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You got three with Quinn and Williams, four Jonathan Allen, and five a tie with Jeffrey Simmons and Devon Hargrave from the Philadelphia Eagles. B, what you think about this? <sighs> Tough one, huh? Yeah. No, I they mean, they, I, they, I, they I, even I, slid a six guy in there on us. You see that, huh? Yeah. 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 Took it away from the nose tackles there. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with this list. Uh, you know, it, it's always it's jarring to see Aaron Donald second in anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, Chris Jones is an absolute monster. So I'm fine with that list. 
Jose? Yeah, same. I mean, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald. Like, like I said, like I mean, you default you think Aaron Donald's number one, but mm-hmm. the year Chris Jones had and Aaron Donald, you know, missing a lot of time, that makes sense. Um, everybody else, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Chris. Um, yeah, I, w- I would probably bump up uh, Jeffrey Simmons to four, mm-hmm. and um, Hargrave at five, and just uh, knock Allen out out of that because I-, I think Hargrave had a really good season. Jeffrey Simmons probably the nastiest dude in the league. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, honorable mention to you know the the division foe when uh, Cam Hayward. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know that that's a dude that he doesn't get the recognition he deserves, but Thanks. that year in year out, that dude is uh, a monster. So uh, yeah, I, I would go with those two to go those two. <laughs> I mean, those five, and then uh, Cam Hayward honorable mention. Gotcha. Hendo. Yeah, I'm good with this list. Uh, Chris Jones, monster. Without him, that Kansas City defense really ain't about too much. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a little leery, but it is Aaron Donald. You know, he missed some time, but it is Aaron Donald. So gotcha. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> Mike? Aaron got to come off, man. Yes, he I, I'm with he you. Play. I'm with you. He ain't play. And I, and I think uh, he played well. He ain't play enough no, right. to be here. Uh, but, but Stanley okay. did? I mean, yeah. Stanley I, think played, Sta- what, I think Stanley played more than games? he did. 14, 15 games? I, I would better play more than, yeah. than Aaron Donald. Probably. I could be wrong, but I, I I just don't think – I don't think – I mean, you know, he, he didn't play enough for me or, or to be on I mean, I see that. I see that. I, and, they and both I, played 11 games. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like Aaron Donald played eleven games this year. I, I no, that, it didn't. What's his stats? What's his stats be? And you, you got you the quick Google. You the quick Google. Man. <laughs> I, I was typing it in. And he be, <laughs> he's the stat guy. But I, Aaron Donald had five sacks, uh, ten tackles for loss, eleven QB hits. Yeah. I, I'm I taking them, I'm taking them off. I, I think I think you put Cam Hayward somewhere on this list. Uh, uh, and yeah, I, I think you can put Cam Hayward on this list in his place. I'm not saying that number two, but I think Cam, you know, had I, I believe he had double digit sacks from that position. Um, that's how I would move with this list. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I, I, I would, I would take Aaron off and, um, and slide everybody up, but I also could see taking Hargrave off and putting Fletcher Cox there too. But yeah. you know, I think either one of those guys are are, are fine with me. Um, mm-hmm. Funny thing mm-hmm. that happened when I was when I was putting this together, off ball linebacker, and I start to see this this term more and more off ball linebacker. And and initially, my thought on off ball linebacker was like the guy that's like your your Sam or your Will, not realizing that is is the opposite of the outside linebacker, the three four, the off the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I felt so stupid. I was like, it finally clicked when I was putting this together. <laughs> they mean the guy, like not the edge guys, because no, we really don't have definitive mics anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt so dumb for not knowing that, but I realized once I was putting this together. And we got Fred Warner, Roquan, Bobby Wagner, Demario Davis, Matt Milano, um, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna move Roquan to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Beast, though, no, no knock on him. Um, Bobby Wagner, I'm gonna drop down a little bit. I, I'm gonna I'm put I, so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do Roquan Warner. I'm gonna do Milano at three. I think um, 
when he out there, man, that dude, as much as you don't really care for him, that dude make plays. Who? Uh, Matt Milano. Oh, uh, yeah. He does. Um, and then, you know, I guess White, Wagner and Davis will round out the top five here. But, uh, yeah, move. give me Rokon at one. Gotcha. Hendo? Uh, for me, I like this list, but I'm going to drop Bobby Wagner down to five. Bring Matt Milano to four and move Demario Davis up to three. I think Demario Davis does a lot for New Orleans. That defense isn't really all that, um, especially with the cornerback. What is his name? Always been in and out the lineup. Twenty three. For, uh, for the Rams, for the Saints, Lattimore. Lattimore yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. With him being out, they don't really have much. But uh, Demario Davis is their Swiss Army knife, so I'll put him at three and keep it like that. Chris. I got the same list. Uh, Fred Warner, Roquan, uh, Demario Davis, Milano, and Wagner. Jose, uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm taking Matt Milano off, and I'm putting on Eric Kendricks for the Vikings. For the Vikings, okay. you good? Yeah, B? that's it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with uh, Hendo and Chris. Uh, Wagner to five, bump the other guys up. And just to let you know, Coach, I looked, they did have five nose tackles. Number five was Al Woods out of Seattle. Oh, okay. Okay. Was, it was on it was on the picture. Uh yeah, I just went to the I went to the NFLPA site. They have okay. all this in there. Cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um did you go B on the linebacker? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For me, obviously y'all know that one of them guys coming off. You already know it. And um <laughs> You already know we have we about to have two Ravens on this list. And the thing is, I was trying to look up his stats while while we were going, but my computer was acting wonky. Because initially, I'm thinking about taking Wags off and putting yeah. Queen at five. Yeah, that's that's why that's what my thought process was going. I was taking Wags yeah. off and putting Queen at five. And I was trying to because I can't. I didn't see enough of Wags to to say. <laughs> That's why I was trying to look up his stats, and I was gonna have a, like a comparison between him and and Queen, but for some reason the other monitors tripping, tripping. So, um, but yeah, F it. Wagner, you out of here? Queen going to five. That other monitor was trying to save you from yourself. Go <laughs> <laughs> hey, more listen. Hey, I had I had to do it, man. Had to. That's that's my dude. Y'all had to take up for my dude. Had to. Had to. He he had a. And that's a whole. That's another day. We talk about that another day. Cornerback, Pastor Tan at one, Darius Slay at two, Jay Alexander three, Amar Sauce Gardner, Gardner four, Tyreek Woolen five. Uh, B. Uh, this you know, I, corners is real tough. There was a lot of 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 great seasons, particularly from from rookies. Rookies, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I, but I, you know, I like the the five they have here. I would probably just put Sauce up to two. And yeah, sauce up to two and just drop Slay and, and Alexander down one. Cool. Jose, I'm going homer on this. Marlowe be- belongs at number one. Okay, number one. I don't think he can give a touchdown all season, right? Yeah, allegedly. All right. All right. <laughs> he's, he's number one. Potentially um, one, but alleged. But we'll go ahead with that. I will go Marlowe one, sauce two. Uh, Darius Slay three, um, yeah. Woolen has to come off. Woolen led the league in picks, though. He got targeted. That, that's just like uh, what's his name last year? Diggs. No, he's not like Diggs. He can he's, play. 
Okay. <laughs> they, had two, they had two rookies that corner. They had Kobe <laughs> Bryant and, and Tyreek Woolen. They did. So, uh, so who? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a tough list. Is if you, it's, this is this is me. If you, if sauce is on any list, Woolen has to be there. That's that's my two cents. So, you, so you take Jair off. Uh, see, <laughs> rookie might have to come off both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Like you know, like it's not this to him, but Marlo got to be on this list. I'm sorry. Gotcha. And where you say you put Marlo at one? One. Gotcha. Gotcha. And who you taking off? Woolen. Woolen. Yeah. Cool. Chris. Um. Yeah. With this list, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Sertan one, Slayton two. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put Sauce three. I'm gonna put Yair four, and I'm gonna put Marlo five. Gotcha. Hendo. Jeez. Um, I'm gonna go Sertan one, Jair two, Marlo three, Darius four, Sauce and one and five. Ty. Sauce and, and Woolen. Yeah, it's a tie. It's a tie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do tie. Better, yeah, we'll do tie. better than the players. We better than the players, Hendo. Five names. <laughs> we do the ties. They, they did the tie. I did the tie. get in there. Yeah. Uh, Mike? I, I'm a, I agree with Zay. Uh, Marlo got to be on this list. Mm. Um <clears throat> I think Marlo, Marlo was he was all pro Marlo this year. I, he he got to be somewhere on this list. It's it's a tough one because I think the two rookies did ball out this year. Um, so where are we putting them? Uh, it's tough. It is tough. It was a good year yeah, for I, for DBs this year. Now listen, I will I will say that as good as he's been, there have been some games that Darius Slay has gotten eaten up. Mm-hmm. Jair too a little bit. Yeah. Jair was just loud, right? He made the play at the right time, but like I mean But he shut down Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Did he loud, shut him down? Loud, no, he no, he shut loud, him down. He Justin sh- Jefferson was on target for two thousand and because of that game versus Jair, he didn't get close to it. Bro, he got me two points in fantasy. I think he had four catches for like thirty yards. If that mm. might have been two catches for thirty yards. Yes, he got me two points. And Jair followed him for the most part of that game. He was loud. I, it, it was, <laughs> he was loud. I, I don't know who it's I'm tough. taking off, but I but I, I gotta somebody Marlo got to find some way on this list. It's, it's tough when there's Tied. five people Tied. better than him on the list already, right? I, I, I mean <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I just don't want to take away yeah, I don't no, I don't no, want to no, take no. away from these young boys. No, Marlo had a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the young boys played well. Uh but I would move Slay up to one. Mm. Um, in my opinion. Um uh, Sertan is 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 you know, he's dope. Uh but I think Slay, um, I don't know. I just think Slay made. I think he was a little loud, a little louder than Sertain. Now I don't know if that means Sertain was just locking folks down, and it just he got bored over there, and we just ain't, you know, he ain't registering no stats like that. Uh, but I think Slay Slay made a couple more plays. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I guess Woodland. <sighs> this is a tough list. Sauce Sauce is the name, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Wool- Woolen might have had a better year than Sauce overall. True. True. He definitely so, had more picks. Yeah. I think Sauce had more uh, 
Sauce, sauce, sauce was shutting, shutting dudes down. Sauce, sauce was balling, the man. They, they stopped throwing at him too. Yep. I, I mean, I guess I, I guess I gotta leave Marlo off. I can't figure out a way to get him in here, but I think Marlo got to be on here. Yeah, I don't know how, but I guess I mean he's. he's I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how you can get Marlo in here, Mike. Tyreek got Tyreek was one of the top um, interception guys this year, but he had all that stuff early. Late on in the year, people started to figure him out and do different things versus him, mm-hmm. and were able to get him. So you can you can bump Tyreek off because even though he was in the top ones of the interceptions, those picks came early. So I remember doing a video on him like in week five or six, maybe seven, mm-hmm. and he already had six picks, and I think he finished with seven. He might have still finished with six. All but, right, uh, you, you can bump you go. Tyreek off, and then you got a spot for Marlo. Poor All Pro Marlo there. Then. I'm gonna say this, Mike. I, I respect you sticking to five, unlike Hendo. <laughs> wow so f- for me my bad unlike some people for me i don't i didn't i don't get the and it's probably because i haven't watched them a lot certain the certain hype the certain knows not saying he's not good not saying he's i'm with you one. i'm with you coach. i just didn't see i didn't see enough of it i saw like when i would watch highlights for, for these other teams i'd see slay make plays i saw Jair locked down uh, Justin Jefferson. I saw Sauce Gardner locking people up and being loud about it. I saw Tariq, you know, doing his thing early in the year. So, but I just didn't see certain. But I will say they had a – he he probably, other than Slay, had the best defense in front of him. Maybe Sauce mm-hmm. too because he got Quinn and then some, some other guys. Mm-hmm. But Tariq's defense is almost totally young. The other corner on the other side is a rookie. Um, Slay got the, the the monsters on the team with him, so that front end kind of helps him out. Sertan's front end kind of helped him out. So if I if I'm gonna think, say the number one guy, like in the league, based off of what they got in front of him and what they playing with, it's probably got to be Jair. Probably. So I, I would go Jair one. I would go um, Sertan four, Slay two, Marlow five. And if I did, I leave three out. No, Marlo three, and then bump the other guy down to five. But Marlo definitely got to be on there because he, like I said, I mentioned early in the season, like week two or three, I said Marlo was overrated. And from the time I typed in the chat box, that song gonna ball the rest of the year. The rest of the year, I had I had to renege on that comment. Let's bump over to free safety. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Kevin Beard from Tennessee, Quandre Diggs from Seattle, Jesse Bates from the Bengals, Javon Holland, Miami Dolphins. B, let's start with you. Uh, I'm pretty good with this list. Um, I think if anything, I'll move Diggs up a spot. But outside of that, I, I think I'm good here. Jose? Yeah. So is Duran James considered a, a free safety or a strong safety? Strong. Uh, okay. Strong. We got, right. I got one more slide. It's strong safety. <laughs> okay. Now, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember who's on it. I don't remember who's on it. But. Can, can, can we see the, the strong safety list sure. We can pop quick. over there. Pop over there one sec. Chi-chi. Yep. There okay, go. there he is. All right. Okay. okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> I, I saw what I needed to see. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, who who's a free safety for us? Marcus Williams or is it okay? I think he his injury set him back, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. But I would have him on this list. Um, I still feel like I want to put him on this list because he had such a strong start to the season. Yeah. Um, and he came back, you know, um, he was still playing at a high level. Um, these guys we'll are good. Take though, off Holland. 
Holland probably. Uh. <laughs> probably Holland. I think, but um, Quan Quan J Diggs, I I bumped down to to four. Uh, I've I've I I watched him play all this year because he was on my uh he's an IDP <laughs> in my fantasy football league, <clears throat> so he he was a little up and down. Um, but uh, I, I'll probably leave the list alone. I, I I'm flirting with putting uh, Marcus Williams in there though. Chris, yeah, I uh, you know. Like Jose said, like I think Marcus Williams would definitely be a top three if he would have stayed healthy. I mean, the way he started this season, he had four picks, I think, in like the first what three games or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing really well till he got injured, but um, he got hurt. So um, yeah, I'm fine with this list. Hendo. Yeah, I'm good with this list. The only thing I might do is I might bump Holland from five to four to switch them to. Gotcha. Mike, yeah, I, I, I'm all right with it. I, I, I think, I think. Hear me out, right? I think Minka, I think Minka is getting by a little bit of how he pulled last year. I, not to say Minka ain't played well this year, but I don't think Minka was Minka of of years past. But I don't think there was anybody who, who else who who played well enough to take a stronghold over that number one spot. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with that, but I, I got the side eye at Mika a little bit. Like, yeah, we I'm watching you, Jack. I'm watching. Uh, for me, I, I really want to put Marcus up there, but that, that time is just really hurting. And Holland, you know, kind of did his thing for the most part. All year. He may have missed one or two games, but. I, I would leave it like that too, but I really want to slide Marcus in there because of mm-hmm. what he did. But I, I'm not. I'm sticking to five people, unlike some people on this panel. <laughs> so, 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 since we wanted those shots, coach, you can't say you want to throw. You want to slide him in there because, just like you said, for Woolen, he did all his stuff at the beginning of the year, not at the end. So we can't slide Marcus right. Williams in there for your right. own reasoning. You're right. Well, <laughs> hold me accountable, and I like it. That's why. He that's didn't why you all his stuff at the that's beginning. That's why. That's why you're up here. <laughs> That is why you're up here, <laughs> Mike. I just want. Okay, yeah. He was he was a button my so mm-hmm. no Marcus Williams, no Marcus Williams. And lastly, we have uh, strong safeties. Uh, Durbin James one, Buda Baker two, Jordan Poyer three. Uh, I really like that guy number four. I can't say his name. Yeah. Talona Hufunga. And CJ Gardner Johnson uh with the Eagles. Um me personally, I'm gonna put CJ at one and then bump everybody else down. Mike, what you think? Uh I would put uh my man from the 49ers above I might put him at uh I'll put him above Poyer. Uh, I think uh, he played well. He was all pro this year too, I think. Who? Uh Hufunga? Uh Hufunga, yeah. Okay. Um, Derwin James is Derwin James. I think that dude is he's close to being on the list, uh, by himself as well, right? Um, he's different, yeah. So, I, I would I would do James, boot, uh, Buddha Baker, Hafunga. No, no, excuse me, James Johnson, Baker. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. James mm-hmm. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Shit, I guess it got to be. I guess it got to be that. 
Baker, Hufanga, and Johnson. Shit. I mean, uh, and Porter. So Hufanga <laughs> ends up at four. I, I want to move him up, but I guess. Yeah, I'll rock with that. Hey, no. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Derwin James. He Look, he stayed healthy for once, and he's just an all-pro player. So number two, I'm going to have to put C.J. Gardner-Johnson. At three, I'm going to put Hafunga. Mm-hmm. Four, I'm going to go with Buda Baker. He's not. He hasn't been the same Buda Baker that he's been in the years past. I just think that just that name recognition got him up this high. He was Jordan, hurt, too. If you yeah. watch Hard Knocks, he was he, hurt. He played hurt like three games. But Yep. Go ahead. And Jordan Poyer is going to be, have to be at number five because he was hurt for some games as well. So he played well when he was there, but that those injuries knocked him down to number five. Alf, Alfred says, uh, where is the PFF top-rated safety at? Who? Let me know who, who that is, Alfred. I know it's Shade coming. I just I just want to know who it is. Chris, go ahead. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Buddha one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Derwin two. Um, I'm going to go CJ three. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, little uh, Polamalu four, and then po- uh, Poyer five. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What what makes you put Buddha one? That defense is trash. Like that's like <laughs> high school level defense, and um, that dude he covers like they're bad, but he covers up a lot of their bad, and he does it in multiple ways. Because that's why I wanted to look at the list because he plays some free safety for them. He plays some strong. He mm-hmm. plays some nickel. He can go down and uh, you know make tackles in the box, and he could do it all. Like he he's one of those cats that could do it all, and he's like five two. Right. <laughs> you know you know what I think their defense does, and I'm probably wrong, but I think they do. I think they scheme for team and let him do his thing. Mm. I think they like ten people got assignments. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You you do what's natural. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of unorthodox, but when you got a guy like him. Uh, you know, I think Paul, uh, Palomalu kind of had the freedom to kind of do that. I think Ed kind of had the freedom to do stuff like that. Yep. Buddha is very – he's small, but he's very heady. He plays hard. He's tough. He plays hurt. And I think they kind of scheme for, for 10 and let him do his thing, but somebody in those other 10 don't be doing their job. So, a lot of, a lot in those other 10 don't do their <laughs> right, job. Right. Even the guy that I thought was going to be the, the Terminator – and he ain't showing it. And that's the, the linebacker from Clemson. Simmons. Simmons, yeah. Oh. Mm. Jose. So I got a question. Is is what is Jalen Petrie? Is he a free safety or a strong safety for, for the Texans? Uh I think Petrie is a free. <coughs> I think Petrie is a free. Uh, we, I think. we gotta go back to the other list there. He he belongs on the list somewhere. Um all right, yeah. Duran James one, um, CJ two. Hafunga three, Buda Baker four, Poirier five. That's my list. Gotcha. And B? Yeah, I'll have James, then Hafunga, then Gardner Johnson, then Buda, then Poirier. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Easy say you think um, um, Peaches are strong. But I, I, I looked him up on our Pro Football Focus and <clears throat> just said safety. So that could yeah, be- I'll take out your Poirier and put Petrie five. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And let me see what's next. Let me take this off and see what's next. Uh, I know where I know where we at. Yeah, we can skip that. We're gonna skip that one, uh, Mikey. Them old guys. The special things? Nah, them old guys. <laughs> them, them, um, them six quarterbacks we was gonna talk about. B, I got something for you. You wanna talk about this? Yeah, so uh after the, the Super Bowl this Sunday, uh Jose and I and Hendo are gonna be on uh with our friends Ferris and and Caleb 
on Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights. We're going to do a whole post-game discussion after the Super Bowl. Uh, so if you are online or, or you know, you're just around, you want want some uh, some content there, be sure to come through and check it out and hit the subscribe button for them. Cool, cool, cool. Well, well we're, we're uh, kind of simulcasting, right? Because we're going to be streaming yeah. on our... Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be on all of our. It'll be on uh, Lunch Break Hot Take. It'll be on uh, Hendo's channel, Ravens Online, on Gatekeeper, and Let's Get Ready Network. Uh, but so yeah, so hit subscribe on all three if you're not already. Approximately how long after the game? Uh, I think it's set for ten thirty. Right. Yeah. Ten thirty. Ten thirty Eastern. So that's make sure you go go to either uh, Hendo's page, um, Jose and B's page, or the Let's Get Ready Network. With is that fair? Fair. 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 Bears and Caleb. So that's your your after the game content. I'll definitely be tuned in. Even if even if I'm not at home, I'll be tuned in and you know drop a like, uh, subscribe, and do all the things that, that we normally do. Um, make sure you guys do that too. I won't be live. No, I won't be. I'll be full. So um, <laughs> just just know that uh, we got a few. I think that might be one of the few things I have left. That is it. We have one more thing to do, but um, it's. Almost two hours on. We trying to do hashtag no two hours. Okay, so, but coach, you didn't show the list of punters. I didn't even clip it. <laughs> didn't even is, is it a list? You seen it? Nah, but you know we need to find out where your man Stout is. B, can you can you handle that for us? <laughs> Are you still on that page? We'll put him at five. <laughs> I'm sure he's not on there. So, but we got to see for him though. Nah, that's all right. You, you ain't got to look up Shank. Oh, wow, <laughs> that is crazy! And, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Was Justin Tucker on the kickers list? Justin Tucker is not on the kickers list. Yeah, that's uh, that's is, dumb. Throw the whole thing out. What? Jason Myers Daniel sure wasn't Carlson, on the kickers list. And Tyler Bass, and for uh, punters, they listed wow. three as well: Tommy Townsend, Carolina Panther, Johnny Hecker, and former <laughs> <laughs> Ram, Carolina Panther. Johnny Hecker, former Ram, Carolina Panther, Johnny Hecker. <laughs> oh yeah, throw that, third list, guy? throw that list out, man. They ain't had a goat on there. Yeah, that's big time disrespect. And his players now. Well, he listen. He's on his own list, so they, it's no need to even mention. Justin. That's probably why. That's probably that's why. Because yeah, he, he he's the only one that they put on the list by himself, and they probably gonna you know lean toward Kelsey being that that guy next. Devin Duvernay made both the kick and punt returner list at number four. Wow, he has some good kick returns. Okay, well, the he, thing he, is, it's not it's not a lot of kick returns going on. So if you break about three good ones, you highly up there. <laughs> I think the the kid that um, led the league and actually made the 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 writers all pro, Keyshawn Nixon or Mixon oh, for Green Bay. Packers. He yeah. wasn't even the punt returner until like week eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And, and well, the kick returner until like Listen. week eight or nine and did that. Yeah, but I hope we keep that in Duvernay. Yeah, that red room. That oh, $4 million cap hit. One last question before we get out of here. We do our outros. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back to be enemy. We, talk about, we talked about stability uh, mm-hmm. for the Texans, right? If we get be enemy and we like the league of next year, he's probably going to be one and done. So what does that say for stability? Do we really want the, that to happen and then we right back in this spot again next year? <clears throat> yes. Beggars can't be choosers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and most definitely because, listen, we may only have Lamar for one more year. So okay. let's see. Let's see what we can do with him if he come if Lamar comes back. Yep, I agree. Yeah, you got to take it if he if he's available and he's willing to come. You gotta you gotta go with it, right? Or 
he could be the offensive coordinator for one year and then become the head coach. because no, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to make all the John Harbaugh's paranoid fever dreams come true. <laughs> oh, I hired a good coordinator and then he took my job. Oh no, nah. that, that is true. Right, and, and which you would like, right? Because typically these guys bring their own guys with them, right? So, uh, you know, hopefully we got somebody in the building that learns or he bring a guy with them that can move up into that spot um, if he does get out of here. So, but you, you got to you gotta make that move if he there. Crazy. And why is Proche not on top five receiver list? I have no idea, Jonathan. <laughs> he's, he's on the, Jonathan, he's on the top five soon to be wide receiver front Raiders office. coaches. Yeah, he's going he to be in front of us. You know what? Remember Sportsman used to have a not top 10? Yep. <laughs> That's where Proche is. Proche is, is Proche on his is. way to being the assistant to the assistant assistant GM. <laughs> so he, he, he is the man sitting next to the man. Sitting next, next to the man. <laughs> man. Yeah. Call my Piccolo player. <laughs> they love that brother here. Yeah, I like him too. But he, he just can't play. He ain't. He ain't it. He he ain't can't it. Hopefully, he can get eight catches next year if he's still here. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's let's run these outros and uh, we'll start with you, Hendo. Run it. Oh well, you can find me uh, on YouTube at Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Um, I'm not promising y'all anything as far as streams. <laughs> Do some videos. <laughs> <laughs> what ha- what happened to those uh those Patreon videos? What happened to those? Uh, no, they done with the twenty with twenty twenty three. Oh, but listen, I may keep that open. But listen, as far as live streams go, we are gonna kind of play it by ear because you know sometimes it's not much to talk about. We did a stream yesterday, and we pretty much talked about Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but. You can also find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at our gatekeepers. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Facebook. I just don't know what I put the name is. You want me to write a pitch for you? Hendo? <laughs> <laughs> you can you can do that, B. Nah, I'm not it's on you, Chris. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Just Joking. Um, you could also find me on the screen, which you see on the screen at uh, Deep Cover Pod. Uh, this week, we're going to be recording uh, a recap show on the Shrine Bowl and the Senior Bowl practice for those of you that are into the draft. Uh, we'll be dropping that, I believe, on Friday. Gotcha. Yes. And they, y'all recently did a um, did something with with Cole to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, we just went over uh, the OCs, the the ones that have been uh, interviewed so far, and just uh, kind of gave like a brief little background on, on each of their um, like uh, their stops and their history uh, throughout the league and and in college too. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Jose and B. All right, we are the Lunch Break Hot Take. We do a live stream every Wednesday night at seven fifteen p.m. Eastern Time followed by the Overtime Show, which you can find on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LBHT show. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT show. Also, we do a boxing podcast with our brother, Mr. OTR Mike, Ring Kings podcast. Um, you know, uh, we, we try to hit for, for Mondays, but, uh, you know, that's, that's hit or miss, but it, it'll be out there. There you go. Ring Kings podcast. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Ring Kings Pod. All right. And the logo for lunch break hot take there. There you go. So I knew this was too good to be true. I knew. I knew it was too good to be true. 
I did save Mike's um, picture. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was too good. To I went to look and I'm like, hold on, I'm missing something. <laughs> I, I tried to find it real quick and I guess I just missed it. But Mike, hey. tell them what they can find y'all. And we will, you'll be in the building next week, definitely. Yeah, so it's all good, man. I am Mike. I am the host of Open Mic with yours truly. It is the show where the mic is open for any discussion. No matter what it is, who it is, or where it is, there, there it is. There you go. Hendo has it. Appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I typically drop on Mondays. I snuck a late episode in last night. Jose did? probably didn't even see it yesterday. I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, you know, but uh, see, my man, my man Brandon, Brandon was waiting for it. Brandon, I snuck it in the last minute on, on, on my executive <laughs> producer. So, but it'll probably be coming sometime. In the next 24 hours, something like that. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, and as he said, I am uh, one third of Rank King's podcast, the best boxing podcast in the game. We don't fight with each other or other other boxing podcasts. <laughs> we just get to the good topics, and that's what we do. So yeah, man, uh, look me up, open mic with OTR Mike. Help your boy get some more subscribers, and if you are into audio listening on your way to work on your morning jog on your you know treadmill your, walking in the gym yeah, or your your morning you sitting on a, the job peloton you know, the, the what commute you gotta do i find me at open mic with otr mic and give your boy a five-star rating appreciate it appreciate it and b hit this one more time before we get out of here i guess all, uh after the super bowl next sunday uh myself jose and hendo are going to join our guys Ferris and Caleb on the Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights uh, for a post-game discussion. That's going to be uh, multi-stream to uh, the Let's Get Ready Network uh, channel, Ravens Online, Ungatekeepers, as well as Lunch Break Hot Take. Uh, but make sure you hit all three channels, hit the like, hit the subscribe on all three. Gotcha, gotcha. Appreciate it, appreciate it. And as for me, you're here, so there's no need for me to put that one up there, but that's the regular channel, Sip the Tally Films, but I also would like for you guys to go over to More Sip the Tally, and that's where we're for the streets at More Sip the Tally. We're for the other 31 teams. The other 31 teams can holler at me over there. You know, we I'm being passed around over there, but for Ravens, we this channel right here, we're strictly Ravens, so I appreciate if you go over there and hit the uh, subscribe button. We're pushing 400. Um, I know I'm hoping draft season will hit us, get us to a thousand because that's what a lot of the content is. I got some good draft guys over there. And what I will, I will speak on kind of the plan for both channels as far as draft season with the main channel. I'm going to be doing a lot of receivers. Um, and then until I kind of figure out a secondary position of need for us, maybe cornerback, maybe O-line or whatever, but I'm definitely going to do a lot of receivers, but for more simple to tell them just starting at the top, the, the top guys that, the scouts say all the top guys and I'm going down. And what I will say is um, Will Levis was in that list of top guys and I don't think he should be up there. A lot of people are super high on Jordan Addison and he does have some good traits, but I don't think he's as what he's advertised. Maybe the whole group of wide receivers is, is not as advertised, but I've only done two so far. Addison's done. I'll put it out tomorrow. And, um, We'll see, man. I just appreciate you know everybody for going over there and hitting subscribe on that channel and getting it up to a thousand so we can start the turnover content over there. Also, um, you can find me on Instagram at more. I'm sorry, sip the tally, and on TikTok at sip the tally. Also, uh, one last thing, well, two last things before we get out of here. We're starting to build the merch, and everybody up here has merch, so we got to start plugging everybody merch too. 
this is the latest thing we got on our channel. It's called um, Fluid and Sarcasm. And I made that statement in here uh, a couple weeks ago. And it, it has turned into a shirt. So if you want to um, get this shirt, you can click the link in the description. It's uh, T-shirts, it's coffee mugs, it's hoodies, all that good stuff that comes with the, the merch. Uh, and lastly, I'm going to end it the way I started. I think I saw him in here. Kevin Spencer, you won the blanket. The Ravens, what it says, Cloud Sherpa. I need you to hit me on IG or Twitter in the DM so I can get your address and send this out to you. You're the winner for this month. And uh, for those that want to know how they can be in the drawing, if you said anything in the chat box, you're in it. If you donate or buy Super Chat or Super Thanks or whatever, that bumps you up higher. And just being in the chat, really, you get points. And so that's how you get into um, the drawing. And again, at the end of this month, we'll have another winner with a different prize and we'll go from there. So um, with that being said, man, that's week two, six, 23 of the Ravens Roundtable podcast. Any closing shots for anybody? That'd be oh, it, man. Y'all be great. Stay out of jail. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Please Enjoy do. the South sucks. Please do. God, you going to end on that? Where the positivity? That is oh. positive. Stay out of jail. No, I'm talking about Hendo. Oh. He positively sucks. <laughs> he positive. Hey, we'll see y'all Um. Definitely Wednesday. What day y'all dropping, Chris? Uh, Friday, I believe. <laughs> Friday. Maybe Hendo Thursday. Michael be tomorrow at some point because Jose got to do some work. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. And there it is. It's all I'll good. be, I'll be in and out. I one taked it, baby. It's all good. Okay, you want to take Drake? <laughs> Even better. Even better. Mike is a professional. <laughs> gotcha. Got hey, y'all. Peace. Jesus. Jesus.